Cherry Pop Horror. Hello and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob and in this show we tackle all things horror. Be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically. If it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we'll be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, you can send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com, and or follow us on Twitter, at cherrypophorror. Okay, here we go. Exorcist movie, that was fun. Oh, yeah. Ow. It was actually really good. I didn't even know there was one, to be honest. Yeah, it's good. Like, we watch, sorry. No, no, you. Insidious the Red Door. Oh, yeah, what did you think? <laughs> Fucking awful. Really? Even Anya, who really likes the Insidious movies, was like, this is bullshit, and I hate it. It's sure so I, bad. Sure, I liked it. Oh, it was terrible. I hated it so much. <laughs> I like Insidious 1 and 2. I thought 3 or the last key, 3 and the last key, I thought they were meh. Yeah. And then I thought this one was much better than I don't think I saw the last key, but... It doesn't have... This one was just like, oh, man. It was just boring. It I mean, was fair. just boring. It was just like, I don't care about their fucking father-son drama bullshit. Like, <laughs> Also, why did only those two get hypnotized, is my question. Oh, and not the mum. The mum and the brother and the grandma all just had to live with their trauma. Well, I think it's because the 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 dad and the son were the ones who could spirit walk. Yeah, but the others were also traumatized by it. Why would you not just hypnotize everybody? Well, I think because they have to watch the dad and the son I to make guess. sure they don't start spirit walking again. It's never because otherwise demon will be though, like. So it just comes across as like you guys can just yeah. fucking deal with it. <laughs> Very upset. Especially the, the younger brother. Why yeah. could the younger brother not get it? I remember we did the first Insidious movie for this podcast, and I did. Yeah, it was with Eve, right? It was with Eve. Yeah. yeah. And we completely forgot that there was another brother. He just appeared yeah. occasionally in scenes. We're like, oh, that's right. <laughs> There's another one. She's now as well. And she just she was there for the funeral scene and then never appeared again. Was there? In the, in the red oh, door, okay. yeah. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I also have grown to really dislike Patrick Wilson. Oh, really? Yeah. We're starting to like him more because he's popping up in like weird places. He started popping up in places quite a while ago, I think, and I just yeah. got really bored of him really fast. We we've only just caught on to the fact that he popped up a lot. Yeah, because we we I showed Sean Watchmen for the first time. And I've only seen Watchmen the one time. And I completely forgot that Patrick Wilson's in that. He's like the Owl Man or whatever it is. I don't really remember anything about it, if I'm honest. I was really high when we watched it. I mean, it's probably the best way to experience Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen's a great film. I really enjoyed it. Although like a lot Matthew of people, a lot of people hate it. I really like Matthew Good. He's in that. He's the blonde villain guy. I think. Oh, the the like smartest man in the world guy. I guess I don't remember. A, a, I just Adrian. remember he looks like a faggot. <laughs> he does, and I love him. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I really like Matthew Good. He's one of my um, comp hit celebrity crushes. He's very pretty. Mine's Maeve from um, from Westworld. I haven't seen Westworld. I showed you a picture of her. She's. Oh, she's the, so pretty. the with the purple black woman. Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. with the purple dress. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. <sighs> Matthew, no, Matthew Good is my all-time 
I mean, fair. He's so pretty. He's very pretty. <laughs> he's extremely charismatic as well. I watched like a screen test video he did once. Oh, yeah. It's insane. I mean, when he was on screen in The Watchmen, he just like, yeah. he, he used to immediately like, mm. anything else that he's in? Probably, but. Never, usually he has dark hair. Right. He's wearing like a wig for that. I'd need to look him up. Yeah. But I probably have, and I just haven't recognized him. Anyway, hello everyone. Welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror. <laughs> This is uh, episode 64, and I'm joined again by the wonderful Dylan. Hi! You just can't stay away. I really can't. I'm so obsessed with you. <laughs> we had your partner here last week. Yes. Which was amazing. Yes. Thank he you. We had a very good time. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah. Because, like, I know this isn't for everyone. Yeah. See, this thing like, slowly walking she through a movie. very <laughs> nervous. Was she? Coming in. Oh. And I keep, it's like, you just literally sit there and chat. It's fine. It's like, Jacob has all the notes. It's I fine. told her that. I was like, because she was worried that she wouldn't, like, be able to keep up the conversation or whatever. And I was mm. like, it's fine. He'll keep it going. You just you match just, the energy. It's fine. You just talk, you when, just talk. when I pause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, so, in theme for this movie, hmm. what is, like, a TV show or a program you, you watched or used to watch with your family? I, me and my mum, we watched a lot of TV shows, but the one that sticks out in my mind is Grey's Anatomy. We watched a really? lot of Grey's Anatomy. Like, as it was coming out? Yeah, like, on TV wow. as it was coming out. And you can imagine how awkward it was when, uh, I assume, have you watched Grey's Anatomy? I have not. There's a lesbian couple. How dare they? <laughs> yeah, that's literally what my mum said. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awkward. And I was, it was at the point where she had very recently found out about me. Oh, no. And, and she still, she still yeah. acted like that? Yeah, of course she oh. did. We've, we've, we've touched yeah, on we've Yeah, ta- we've touched on your mum a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Bless. Yeah, Some people are just so, stuck in their ways. Yeah, we did also watch Supernatural a lot. Oh, I love that's, Supernatural. That's how I have seen supernatural up to a certain point up to a certain point yeah, yeah. i think you got bored though eh? i got bored like halfway through season five literally the last episode i watched i think was the episode where loki trapped them in tv land or whatever with dr sexy speaking of Grey's anatomy oh yeah dr sexy yeah I yeah, know, yeah. Dr. Sexy. yeah. <laughs> oh dean <laughs> he's, yeah he's definitely dr sexy when i thought i was into boys i very much liked dean I've just always been into. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, we, we, me and my family would watch. You know, when they rebooted Doctor Who, that was our thing as a family. Yeah, fair. We'd sit down and watch the new episodes as they came out, and especially on Christmas, get super excited. You know, you do presents in the morning and everything like that, and then like with lunch or like early in the afternoon, we'd watch the Christmas special mm-hmm. of Doctor Who. Yeah, love it. Do you still watch it? Um, I've sort of dropped off. Unfortunately, I watched the first season with Jodie Whittaker. And the writing was just awful. I've heard that. Which is a shame, because I really like Jodie Whittaker. I was so excited. Yeah. Like, the teaser trailers where it was revealed that, you know, she was the next Doctor yeah. and everything like that. And, like, I loved her outfit with, like, the rainbow suspenders and everything like that. I was like, this is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. And then the writing was just terrible. Yeah. And then my mum messaged me and she was like, are you struggling with the Jodie Whittaker Doctor? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Yeah. What is What is it about it that's not clicking? And then she found out later that, like, they switched the writing team and it was, like, an all-American writing team. And I was like, Why but the you... most British TV show? Yeah. <laughs> Who was high enough to do that? My God. I was like, that's... Everybody but... knows that American and British humor are two completely different things. Yeah. And to change... It's so what? weird. It's such a yeah. weird decision. And that explains why it was such a, like, tonal not not a tonal difference, like a complete writing difference. I wonder if the American writers were cheaper because American writers were getting, um, you know, steamrolled over oh, until maybe. the strike. 
Maybe, but they clearly hit the hit the production though. Yeah, Doctor Who like massively dropped off. Yeah, and you know, I wanted it to work so badly. Yeah, it is a shame that I'm it was so the Jodie Whittaker yeah. one because you know people are going to turn around and be like, "See, this is what happens when you put a woman in the yeah." You know? That's what I was afraid of because I was just like, you know, like I want to like this and I really, really want to like it. But I don't. Yeah, that's so fair. And I feel bad for it because I know it's like the first female Doctor and it's like this new era of Doctor Who. And I'm like, but it's bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not a sexism thing. I promise. It's just bad. It's just bad writing. Have you seen Centurions? I haven't, no. Oh, she's in there and she's really funny. That's mostly what I know her from. I think I saw, the first time I watched Jodie Whittaker was in an episode of Black Mirror. Right. I've only seen one episode of Black Mirror. I'm, is it the pig one? No, I think we've had this conversation. It's San Junipero because lesbians. Oh, the lesbian couple who like fall in love. And like the... In the virtual after- afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's so good. I think it won like awards and I stuff. I think it did. It was, it was huge. It was great. Yeah. You should watch the rest of Black Mirror. It's actually really, really good. And then you'll see a lot of yeah, like... Yeah, it sounds exhausting. <laughs> oh, it is. Emotionally, especially. Yeah. There's certain episodes where like... I think it's called, like, White Bear or something like that, which, like, wrecked me. Right. Just completely wrecked me. Tears? Yeah. Yeah. Tears and anger I and just... I cry at the drop of a hat in anything, so... It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Anyway, we should go into the movie, because <laughs> otherwise we could talk about TV forever. Yeah, we really could. <laughs> so, yes, this week it was both my and Dylan's first time watching The Loneliest Boy in the World from mm. 2022. There he is. Aren't those my sunglasses? Yeah. Turns out I need them more than you do. You know, you could have been caught. What would you have done? Played dead. This is Oliver. He's a little lonely. See, Oliver doesn't have any friends. Go where? You're a freak. Thank you. I'm looking for a friend. He had so many friends. He was everybody's friend. This is something I really have to do, Mitch. You understand, don't you? Here to fix the television set, sir. Cool shades, man. I've never had a family, Mitch. Not a real one. But Oliver is about to discover that family never dies. Young man, your daddy's working on the car. Go give him a hand. Uh, and it's, um, uh, undead? Come on, son. That boy Oliver's definitely up to something. Hello. There's something very strange happening in that house. He's making us look like fools. I think we should go out and party tonight. I've got a date with Chloe. She got a sister. Mom, this is Oliver, and that's Mitch in the car. Hello. Who is she? Just a girl I met last week. I might be dead, Oliver, but I'm not stupid. I've never really had any real friends. Until tonight. (laughs) You go off the deep end. We get all the proof I need. If you're my friend, you're gonna help me. Ollie, when have I ever let you down? You're not on your own. Loneliest boy in the world. Get out of bed, you sleepyhead. Run! Oh dear. What happened here? She hit me. She just fell off my bed. 
It was an experience. <laughs> it sure was. Mm-hmm. I think I really liked it. I don't think I did. Interesting. Because we, I, we picked this movie solely on the... The colour scheme, the, because the I'm color a slut art. for pink and blue. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like neon. Yeah, it was like brightly coloured and like, yeah. Anya's obsessed with the house. Oh, my, yeah, we'll talk about that. Fucking <laughs> yeah. like Barbie dream house. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we, we open on some 80s rock music. I didn't realise that this movie took place in the 80s yeah. until the end. Really? Yeah. It's so obvious. It should be, but I thought it was just the style of right, the movie. Right, How they decided to film it and, you know, the choices of the music and everything like that. I thought it was just a... Because this movie drips with so much style and yeah. how they how they do everything... I was like, oh, it's just it a it's just a tonal choice. The alarm clock at the very beginnings is what is what clued me in. But then the fact that he's obsessed with Elf. That's such an eighties thing. But then he's an isolated um I mean I guess so. isolated child who's been like kept away from the world by his mother. Yeah. So he'd grow up on the things that she grew up on. That's fair. So if that's the case and we're in modern times, she would have grown up in the eighties and he would have been brought up on the things she liked. I also because of the car. That the social workers drive. It's an old Mustang, and it's True. like see all of these for me. I was like condition. I was like style choices. These are all style choices. Yeah. <laughs> and then we find out at the end, and I was like, oh, it wasn't the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a kid is awakened by his alarm. He stands on some some sort of toy army men on the floor and walks over to his calendar. And we see on several other days, it just says, "Be normal." Yeah, every single day, <laughs> just be normal. Be normal, be normal. Be normal. <laughs> and I'm like, feels my bro. <laughs> <laughs> And also, stepping on the army man immediately gives you the idea because he's not a young lad. He's like he's like eighteen-ish, eighteen to twenty, somewhere yeah. in that sort of range. But it gives you the idea that he's maybe got like more of a child mentality. Yeah. But when I saw been... that, I was like, "Oh, is he younger than I thought?" But yeah. Then I actually showed him, and I was like, "Oh no, he's he's, he's like he's late teens, basically a grown man." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He makes breakfast, coffee, toast, and I immediately I was like, "Oh, he's making breakfast for his mum." Yeah. He, he puts two plates out, pours two cups. One of the cups is like world's best mum or some shit like that it does eh? yeah 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 Yeah. he sits down and looks um looks looks to an empty chair at his side and then looks into the camera we get we get title card the lone newsboy in the world and i was like that was ominous that shot made me think the movie was going to be a lot darker than it was so he's gonna be like a serial killer yeah i thought that he was a serial killer i mean yeah yeah it does give that vibe especially when you look directly into camera Mm -hmm. menacingly like that yeah because he even had, like, the, you know, the chin-tilted-down yeah. vibe. Yeah. Like, I'm on motors and people. hmm We cut to two people in a car um, talking about someone who has problems, quote-unquote. This is Julius and Margot. Yeah. They are social workers. Social workers, workers. yeah. Um, he's a dick. Julius. He should have his license revoked. Oh, yeah, he's just he's an asshole. He's awful. Margot's lovely. Yeah, I she's great. She's a little bit too nice, though. A little. Like, I feel like they're both... Like, polar opposites. Polar, like, one end of the spectrum. Well, I kind of... Because they... I've just thought about this now. Like, the way they've been costumed, Julius is all in black. He's like, he wears a black suit, black tie. No. No? He's wearing a brown suit with, like, a red turtleneck. Oh, but it's very, very dark. Eh. They're dark colours. I think the turtleneck is the same colour as your Iron Man backpack. No, it was yeah. darker than that. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Very sure. Well, that throws my theory out of the water. Because I, I was like, I was like, Julius... You know, is like the devil, and then um, Margot's the angel because she's got that sort of bright white trench coat that she wears. It, it, it's cream, but yeah, sure. It's bright. 
She, I, I do see that, like, just in their just like, in physical the appearance as well, which is a little bit, like, shitty. But because he's a little bit, like, darker-skinned and right, he's got yeah. that awful pencil moustache. Oh, that's awful. And, like, he does kind of look like you could pluck him out of this movie and drop him into another movie as Satan and no one would bat an eye. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 And you could pluck her out and put her as, like, an angel. Yeah. And it would work. She's, she's always got the, like, cute little collared dress as well. I love her outfits. Yeah. Her outfits are great. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're talking about someone who has a problem. Julius thinks uh, whoever it is just needs to be institutionalized. They're talking about Oliver, which mm-hmm. is the young man who had just be normal written on his calendar. Yeah. Um, we learn that Oliver's been isolated for a long time since his mother passed. A year, I believe. A year, yeah. yeah. And spent some time in a mental institute of some yeah. sort. Um, Julius bets her ten bucks Oliver will never make a friend. She's disgusted at this and, and then, then agrees. <laughs> she's like oh well, he's like at first he's like 20 bucks says it'll never happen and yeah. she's like you're she's like, unbelievable that's disgusting how could you even think something and like that and then there's that? like a pause and she goes 10 bucks <laughs> and then she's like she's like agree yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're on yep we watch as they drive the um, the beachside to the town of Hu- Hubris the town name made me expect things that never happened just just Hubris yeah yeah it really made me think that, like, Oliver was going to do some fucked up shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, I don't, I don't know, the the projection of expectation yeah. and then dropping it. Yeah. It really worked for me. It I clearly did not work I was mad about it you. because I was expecting, like, something to do with hubris. Because why would you name the town hubris mm. and then not have hubris as a thing? I don't get it. What's the point? <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's setting up all these expectations like that look at the camera where he looks like a serial killer. Yeah. And turns out he's the sweetest person who exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll tackle that one. Yeah, we'll get to we it. will. Um, they arrive at a small house. Um, I love the neon pink um, deck Interior? chair. Oh, no, no. There's like a neon pink deck chair out the front as well. I don't think I there's, saw that. There's a little, yeah. Um, yeah, like a beach chair. And inside, Oliver hears the doorbell, and we get a first look at the house, and it's fucking Barbie's playhouse. It's pink all Everything. over. The carpet, the couch, shag the Shag carpet. The... It, was it, sh- it looks like shag carpet. I don't think it's shag carpet, no. It's, it's just ugly pink carpet. It's... <laughs> How dare you? I mean, listen, I would not be opposed to pink carpet if everything else in the house wasn't also pink. Yeah, the walls are pink, the ceiling's fucking pink, everything's pink. It's an 70s design house, it's, I think. It's a style. It's awful. Oh, I thought you'd love this house. I knew did. I just, I, just, there just needs to be some accent colours somewhere to break it up. You yeah, know? even like the furniture and everything like that. Everything is, is pink. Is things that like blend in, like yeah. the different shades of pink or red. Your boy loves pink, but this is too much. <laughs> I do really like the the pink marble pillars by the front door, though. Those are really cool. Uh, yeah, they were really pretty. Yeah. I like those. Uh, yes, so he invites them in. This is Julius uh, Margot mm-hmm. and sits down to watch what I thought was a soap opera for his mum. It is. It is. Yeah. And then it's Alf For later. the rest of the movie, he's watching Alf, but in that right. first scene, it's... Yeah. He's, he's watching a soap opera for his mum, he says. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's sad. I think one of them is like, makes a comment about her not being able to watch it or something, and he's like, well, yeah, that's why I have to watch it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is very, very yeah. touching. Yeah. And sad. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's why I have to watch it. So I can tell her about it later. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, they say they're here to check on the goldfish. Yeah. Is the sort of excuse. Uh-huh. Um, the goldfish is resting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's so many lines in this that cracked me up, and that was the first one. He just, he just casually like Bruce is resting, and we get a shot of the goldfish upside down, belly up, belly up, floating in. The, I think Julius spot. is like poking it or something. He's just like looking at it, and he's like, uh. he's like, um. This movie does have some very funny moments. I'll it has give it that. some yeah. amazing moments. Yeah. Um, Julius pours themselves a drink. Margot asks if he wants to go back into psychiatric care. And this is where we learn that they are his caseworkers, yep. officially. He has to appear in court soon, apparently, to prove his competence. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he'll be institutionalized. He's got one week. Hooray for Middle the court. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 80s healthcare, right? Yeah. She says he needs to make friends to prove he's normal. And at first, I was just like, oh, she just wants to win the bet. Mm. But I think it's it's a bit of that she wants to win the bet, but also she does, I think, care about him. Oh, she very much does. Yeah. Yeah, she's very much the sympathetic, like, you know, she cares about him as a person, whereas the other guy is just, like, he's, he's a, a case study. We sort of get, it gets hinted at later that he's got, like, some sort of vendetta mm-hmm. against Oliver. Do yeah. we ever find out why? No. No? There's a lot of things in this movie that do not get explained. Like, a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> it's part of what bothers me. <laughs> It's part of why I like it. Yeah, I was saying to Anya, look, I you, I really often like, especially horror movies that have like open endings. Yes, that so, are open to interpretation. Yeah, so you can have a look at it. This is not that. This is just this shit happens. Don't ask questions. Like this is see, it worked for me here, but the same thing did not work for me for like Hereditary. See, I liked Hereditary. I hated it. <laughs> I thought that I would never has- watch it again. Because it's horrifying. Uh, the acting? Perfect. Mm. Tony Collette is ju- She needs Tony all the Collette. Oscars. My God. But, like, I was... Uh, I finished that movie and was just so frustrated. I was like, that director had a stick so far up his ass. I think I was distracted at the end by all of the full frontal male nudity. There was a lot of dick at the end of that movie. And I was like, I can't focus because there's too much. There's too much There's dick. too much. Now I know how it feels when we watch an 80s movie, movie and there's just boots flying everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, I also get distracted by that for <laughs> For other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, they're very nice. Now put them away, love. <laughs> no, don't listen to him. <laughs> Two opposite sides of the spectrum. But when I see a man ass in a movie, I'm just like, mm, oh, baby. I'm like, put it away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, he has to, what, in a week's time he has to appear in court, you say? Yeah, he has one week. Yeah, and he, he needs to make friends or whatever. But, well, I think it's in a week's time they have to, like, write their report yeah. or something, right? Yeah. To prove, you know, to be like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and she tells him that it's easy. Just be natural, truthful, be you. Which sounds like an infomercial. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Julius makes a note on his pat- pad that just says lost cause in giant capital With letters. With like four exclamation points. And the caseworkers leave. Yeah. Um, Julius is just an asshole. He really is. He's such like an yeah. irredeemable dick. Yeah. Oliver writes mental asylum at the end of next week in yeah. his, in, on his calendar. He's obsessed with that calendar. I love that calendar. Yeah. That calendar tells you so much. <laughs> 
We cut to a plane where a little girl is kicking the shit out of the chair in front of her. Oh my god, I would have killed her. Yeah. Ugh. Suzanne was way too nice. I would have, like, strangled that little girl. Yeah. Uh, In front of her, the woman sort of glares at her. Yep. This is Suzanne, as we learn later. Mm -hmm. I love her fucking share hair. Her chair hair? Her share hair. Share hair. Share hair. Okay. From, like, if I could turn back time. Sure, yes. The massive. Yes. Love it. I mean... She's got her her headphones in. She's just jamming the music. Yeah. Love it. Um, The captain is like walking through thanking people for yeah, flying with weird. them or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I love to think that like he caused the plane to crash by not being That's literally what I said. We were watching rewatching it this morning. I yeah. was like, no wonder the plane crashed. Both the pilots are not flying the plane. <laughs> they're, like, walk, they're walking, they're through walking the aisles. up the aisles. Being like, thank you for flying with yeah. us. And I'm like, who's flying the plane? <laughs> You're here. And I'm here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm so glad you thought that as well as like, that's such a comical way of being like, yeah, this is why the plane crashed, but not overtly telling you this is why the plane crashed. It's so 80s as well. It's so funny. So this is totally off topic. Have you seen Totally Killer? It came out very recently. Mm -hmm. We watched it the other night and it's like a time travel thing where she goes back in time to the 80s. Right. And she, every five minutes, she's like, the 80s are fucking wild. She can just get away with so much shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's that. It's that. The 80s are wild. (laughs) Yeah. The plane begins to shake a bit um, and we cut to Oliver who walks, walks past a grassy knoll to the beach where he finds a woman sat looking out into the ocean on like a little cliff oh thing. yes yeah, yeah yeah some guys walk past calling Oliver a freak mm-hmm. and he's like thank you he's so weird <laughs> he's I love so it. autistic he's like thank you and then the, the, the woman the on the girl is like the, why are you the thanking f- them he's like oh they're just being just social being social sociable <laughs> yeah the, the girl politely excuses herself because she's just like this guy's like, a fucking weirdo she's like you're weird bye <laughs> bye <laughs> Oliver kind of follows, because obviously he needs to make a friend. Yeah. The two of them talk about their families. We learn Oliver's dad is dead, and his mum, and then we just get a pause. Oh, his mum. As we get a flashback, Oliver is polishing a garden gnome. That thing must be made out of solid concrete, is all I'm saying. (laughs) It was the 80s. They probably were. They probably were. Do you know lawn darts were a thing in the 80s? Lawn darts? Lawn darts. Giant needle poles with pointed edges that look like darts like you throw at a dartboard and they were for kids to throw at each other in the garden the 80s were wild <laughs> yeah we're, we're going back to the, the 80s was wild fuck. they were recalled <laughs> I bet I can't imagine why no I don't know it seems perfectly safe I mean I don't think they were meant to be thrown but of course kids being kids, kids. being kids yeah. you know I think it was meant to be like you know darts in your lawn but kids be kids Oh, so it looks like like a giant was playing darts and just, like, the darts were landing in the lawn? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I assume you could, like, draw a dartboard in your in your grass oh, or whatever right, and then right, throw right, them. Right, right, right. But, of course, kids being kids threw them at each other and yeah, these things were fucking lethal. I bet they were. 80s was wild. So, you know, concrete garden gnomes, not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> so fair. <laughs> His mum asks, uh, asks him to fetch a cigarette while she sort of floats in a little... My hands are wet. Yeah, my hands are wet, honey. Can you get me a cigarette? Yeah. It's weird. She's very... She's... You can tell she's overbearing without being, like, obviously overbearing. Yeah. Yeah. She's subtly. Yeah. Probably at a, probably at a level of, like, emotional manipulation. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. She kept him isolated his entire life. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. 
She's watching TV. It's sort of... By the pool, yeah. By the pool, yeah. Great idea. Right next to the pool. Uh, <laughs> and you can see the wire. As soon as I saw that wire, I was the like... The extension, the bright orange extension board, you're like... Mm, yeah, I was yeah. like, well, I wonder what's going to happen here. Yeah. <laughs> I could not imagine the aftermath of it, because we'll get to yeah, that in a second. Yeah, you get half of it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, he asks if they can go on a trip somewhere where there's other kids his age. And she's hesitant. And she's like, mm, maybe not, honey. Maybe we'll try later. She doesn't like the idea, basically. Yeah. He asks if he could take a picture of her with his new camera. And he, as he's trying to get the angle right to snap a picture of his mum, because she's always like, she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, honey, she's you can take a picture of me. gorgeous. And she's very much into the idea of having her picture taken, you can tell. Absolutely. Yeah. As he's trying to get the angle right, though, Oliver trips on the um, power cable for the television, which then falls into the pool and shoots, the electricity shoots his mother out of the pool. Yep. Which was fucking hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> and then you get the... And then- and then, yeah, as as Oliver looks up, um, he he sees his mother impaled on the garden gnome he was polishing. Yeah, and the garden gnome is just like staring, like at the mum's dead face. There's like a close up of it, covered in blood. I love it. It's so funny. It's so unexpected. It caught, yeah, I was gonna say it caught me so off guard. I was, uh, like, you see the uh, orange extension cord? You're like, he's gonna trip on it. He's gonna get electrocute the mum. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, she went flying out of the pool. Oh, she got impaled on a garden gnome? What the fuck? Extremely normal way to die. I loved it. It made me laugh so hard. Yeah. I had to pause it. Um, back to the present day, Oliver asks how the girl's mother is, and she politely excuses herself and leaves. She's just like, I have to go. And <laughs> Yeah, she's like, that was a lot to take in. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver relays the latest episode of the soap opera to his mother's pink gravestone which is blank which is blank there's nothing written on it at all yeah and i love the top of the top of the headstone it's like a little heart and everything like that it's It's very her it's very in keeping with everything we've seen about the house (laughs) he says he nearly made a friend today but she ran away yeah and i was like oh a couple of drunk guys i think these are the graveyard workers i love these two these two (laughs) Oh, hilarious. It's so good. Uh, yes. They're, they're, and they're so nice. And they're lovely. They're so lovely. Doug, I believe the Irish one lives next door to um, Oliver. That makes sense. And he's like, he's a good kid. Yeah. Like He's weird, but that's yeah. fine. Everyone's weird. They're, they're so nice to him. They're like some of the only people in the movie that are nice to him without question. Yeah. Like right off the bat. Straight away. Yeah. They're just like, oh, hi, Oliver. Yeah. And I was like, oh, See, you have friends. Yeah. And they watch, um, yeah, and they, they, they sort of watch Oliver for a second and then leave, he leaves the unmarked headstone because he can't, like, focus or something like that as the, we see the plane flying above, smoking. Yeah. <laughs> At a local diner, kids knock and call out to Oliver. These are the local bullies. I hated the head bully guy. And I didn't realise that he's apparently like a Vine star. Is he? Yeah, that's what Anya said. She knew his name. Oh. She was like, he's like internet famous and that's probably why they cast him. But I thought he was a terrible fucking choice for this character. I couldn't take him seriously as like the town bully at all. Right, okay. You could sneeze at him and he would fall over. He's so <laughs> fucking scrawny. Yeah, he is. But bullies don't have to be bully. He just, he looks like he's fucking 12 years old. And he he does, his voice is very high-pitched yeah, as well, he's, I which just is odd. I just didn't 
like the casting choice for this guy. I thought it was... It took me out of it a little bit. I mean, fair. Yeah. Fair. Again, it worked for me. Fair. Because I was just like, style. Yeah. <laughs> it's the style. Yeah. <laughs> I gave this movie so much leeway because I just loved the presentation of everything. As, as I say, it is dripping with style. It's very, very fun to watch visually. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They call out to Oliver before slapping and stomping the groceries out of his hands. Yeah, which is all frozen pizzas. <laughs> oh, was it? It's all frozen pizzas. Yeah. Just frozen pizzas. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Back at home, Oliver sits and watches Alf. The TV suddenly loses reception. When I put, his only friend is gone. <laughs> but he continues watching it. He Yeah, he, uh, yeah we see him later and he's just watching the static. Yeah. <laughs> which is... <laughs> Next day, he tries to relay, relay the update... Um, on, you know, what's going on with TV to his mum, mm-hmm. but he, he can't, so tries to sort of make it up. Yep. Which is very funny. Yeah. The graveyard keepers approach, like you said, Olive, um, Doug? Was that Doug and I don't remember the other guy's I name. I don't know the other Doug's the Irish guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Oliver thanks them for burying his mother, and we learn they just got a new dog. Mm-hmm. They just got a new guard dog. Yep. And they're hanging up beware of dog signs around the graveyard. Because he's still a puppy, and he hasn't learned yet. Yeah. And I was like, cute. <laughs> Your face, where you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, the dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, ta- they tell Oliver they run tours of the graveyard now, and they invite him along for free. Yeah. They're like, come come, to, come do a tour on us. Yeah. Like, just, just come join They're in. They're so nice. They're so sweet. I really like them. They could be his friends. Yeah. Although they are constantly drunk. Not constantly. The only time we really see them shit face drunk is that night when they're walking home. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. They are constantly drinking, <laughs> but not but drunk. Not drunk. They probably just have a very high tolerance. Yeah, probably. at this point. Yeah, he tells them, and he's busy right now. He's busy looking for a friend, and they tell him, <laughs> "Search near or far." <laughs> yeah, high so or Doug low. Doug kneels down next to him, puts his hand on his shoulder, and looks. <laughs> yeah, search near or far. High or low. And then just gets up and walks yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I love it. So good. It's so amazing. He's so <laughs> it's, weird. It's the best. He goes back to his uh, back to his mother. And in the background, we can hear a funeral is taking place. He becomes distracted. He He's like, he's trying to tell his mum the fake stories of what's been going on on the TV. But the noise from the funeral behind him is too distracting. So he wanders over to have a look where people are crying and weeping and all that. The funeral is a, of an English teenager mm-hmm. who died too young, they say. The mother is, like, wailing. Wailing, it's, like a banshee. It's yeah, great. Yeah. It's so Very good. dramatic, like, um, low shots of, like, the priest and the mother as well. Yeah, like, low angle Like, you're shots. almost just looking at their chins. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially with the mother, because she's got a veil on yeah, as well, so you yeah. can't even see her face. So it's just this black figure and blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing. We get a flashback to Mitch, yep. the teenager who died. I also can't take this actor seriously. Uh, do you know what he's famous for? No. Do you know those after movies? After? They're like... Oh! Oh, is that him? That's him. The awful romance. The awful, awful. It's based on like a Harry Styles fanfic or some shit. From Wattpad or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Oh, I didn't know. Yep. Oh, he's pretty good in this. I like him He in this. is good in this. Can't take him seriously because of those. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen any of them. But, but I watched I... this YouTuber who does like movie reviews of bad movies. Is it? Um... It's not Joe uh, 
Jamie French. No, no, no. Discussion. I Amanda the Jedi. No. No? Kenny JD. Ah. She's very, very funny. Highly recommend. Okay. But yeah, she did all of them. Because I watched Amanda the Jedi because she does the same thing. And yeah. she, she watched all of these movies and like runs you through them and yeah. it's just like yeah, exhausted Kenny JD does by the, the end same of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so I know it, I know it through like you know, through that, but yeah. I've never actually watched it. And I was like, these movies look awful. Yeah. I didn't realize that was him. That's him. Because I, I immediately was like, I know him from somewhere. Mm, so you looked him up. So I looked him up. Yeah. I mean, good on him for getting a better movie. It is far and away a better movie <laughs> and a much more interesting character. But he's like drifting around corners, being like a... He's a, driving around like a fuckboy. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then suddenly four wheels... Just fall out of the sky. Just fall out of the sky and bounce towards him and that's clearly how he dies. How he dies, yeah. And I didn't realise till later that this is from the plane. It took me for, it took me until the rewatch this morning to realise that it's the landing gear from the plane. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, because I just saw wheels and I was yeah. like, did I miss like... Did he hit a car? Yeah. Or is it like... It's weird. Yeah. Because a couple of things hit the car before the wheels. Like, a couple of things go doosh-doosh on the car, and that's why he starts, like, Why he sort of a swerves a bit, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had the same thing where I was just like, how the... I think they mention it later, and that's why I knew. And I was yeah. like, oh, right, it was the wheels of the plane. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny as well. I like... <laughs> His mother talks about how Mitch had so many friends. He was everybody's friend. He was everybody's friend. And all of us like... You can see the little light bulb. Yeah, literally. He's just like, oh, he'll be my friend. Yeah. (laughs) That night, Julius and Margot arrive at the house. Oliver's watching the static on the TV because the TV's broken. They enter through the back door. I can't remember why. They just decide to. Yeah, there was... I thought it was weird that she just went along with it. He was like, let's go through the side door to like... Give them a surprise or some shit. Yeah, I think Julia's just trying to, like, catch him off guard. Yeah, and she kind of, like, rolls her eyes, but she goes along with it. Mm. I think she just has faith that Oliver is a normal human being. Mm. So she's sort of placating Julius's strange requests. Mainly so, I think it's so he can't argue that he didn't lose the bet or whatever like that. Yeah. Because you'd be like, look, we did everything you wanted to do and he still made friends. Yeah. They enter through the back door. Oliver tells them that he has a new friend Mitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, oh, He sh- lives not far from here. Yeah. Where, yeah. where does he live? Not too far away. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should just dig him up and bring him on back. Drag him back here. And drag him back way. here. She, like, inadvertently tells him to dig up a corpse and bring it home. Yes! Like, <laughs> you, should, well, you should dig him out of where he is and drag, drag him back him home. over here. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, You really think I should do it? And she's, and like, she's like, yeah. yeah you know, you should always invite yeah. friends round yeah. or whatever like that. <laughs> and I'm like, you oh, have sh- no idea what you've just told me to do. <laughs> yeah, basically talking about how he should invite his new friend round, uh, yeah. his new friend round, so they can meet him. Yeah. Oliver, of course, takes this literally. Mm-hmm. They congratulate him on making a friend. Even Julius, he reluctantly gives a nod or shakes Oliver's hand or something he like that. Shakes his hand, yeah. There. And they leave as Oliver smiles. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to dig up a friend. Yeah, but once the social workers are back in the car, Julius is like, no, I need proof. Yeah. I'm not just going to take him at his word. That's right. Which you... is kind of fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you need to meet the friend. Yeah. Yeah, Julius tells Margot that Oliver is clearly delusional, is what mm, he says. He's such a dick. He's such an asshole. He kind of does get his comeuppance, though, so I'm okay with it. He does, but it doesn't make any fucking sense why. Anyway, continue. <laughs> 80s. 80s was wild. Yeah, 80s was wild. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver packs um, packs his car and drives off in his mum's pink Jeep. Even I... the Jeep is it's pink. It's pink and blue. Is it blue? 
the the um the roof the, the roof bit at the back is ah, blue and okay. the rest of it is pink i didn't notice that until we were watching it this morning and Anya was like, oh, it's pink. Because I just thought it was white because of the lighting in this scene. Right, It yeah. makes it look white. It does a little bit, yeah. He backs into the graveyard and I, I love the sudden cuts to the, like, the hype music. Yeah. We have, like, the, the soundtrack is really good. It's so good. It's, We've got, like, this 80s rock yeah. music blasting and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go make a friend. And then he arrives and he parks and then as soon as he opens the door, music cuts out. Yeah. The, yeah, the music is very 80s, but, like, 2020s 80s. <laughs> like, it's it's, 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 it's it's a modern take on 80s synth music. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, I gotcha. From the passenger side, he takes a lamp and a shovel. He passes his mother's grave, telling her to shh. Yeah. Don't tell anyone, <laughs> Don't tell mom. anyone, mum. Before walking over to Mitch's, Mitch's grave. The new guard dog watches him from the bushes. Mm-hmm. We don't see the dog. We get a point, point of view, view point yeah. of view perspective. Little, little bit of a yeah, little growling. Yeah. Oliver digs. We cut to him as he opens the coffin. He introduces himself to Mitch's corpse, and he invites Mitch back to his house because it's cold outside. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. I just I love how odd this is. It's so weird. Um, he drags the body to his car. Oliver reassures Mitch that there's no need to be nervous about driving because he knows that Mitch died in a car accident. Oh, yeah, he's like, he says something like, um, I understand if you're a bit nervous about cars after what happened last time <laughs> yeah, or something. But don't worry, I'm a very good driver. Yeah. <laughs> he's a careful driver, I think is what he says. Um, the, go- the girl Oliver met earlier walks past. No, it's not. It's just some random. It's not Chloe. Is it not Chloe? It's a completely different person. It's just some random. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive she's not blonde. Oh, okay. And her hair is longer. Weird. Okay. Some lady walks past from, from the graveyard. Yeah. From the graveyard. Mitch's corpse is just laying against the the car at this point, I think. Yeah. And she doesn't realize that Mitch is dead. No. All of us just like, this is Mitch. Yeah. And she's like... She's like, hi. She's like, hi, Mitch. Yeah. And then leaves. <laughs> And meanwhile, the, the guard dog continues to watch Oliver as he drives away. I love how full of people minding their business this movie is. I love it. <laughs> what a refreshing That's take. That's to do with me. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, because it's far more realistic to our modern day. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're just like, oh, that was some weird shit. I'm just going to mind my own fucking business. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't concern me. Yeah. He, pl- he plonks Mitch's corpse onto the couch when he gets home. He uses a pillow to prop up the head. Yep. And opens Mitch's eyes. Yeah. Um, positioning the body, uh, body kind of casually. Yeah, one arm up on the back with his like hand, <laughs> arm sort of resting on his leg. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like he's just relaxing yeah. on the couch. He's chilling. Stone cold chilling. He's <laughs> <laughs> dead. Get it? <laughs> we get so many of those puns later. <laughs> and I'm not mad about a single one. Yeah. I love them all. He tells Mitch that his mother misses him. And he t- uh, as in Mitch's mother misses yep. him. And he tells Mitch about his, his own mother's accident. Yeah. Before that, he asks Mitch if he's like, can I get you anything? And of course, Mitch doesn't say anything. Yeah. And then Oliver's like, you're so easy to have around. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so stupid. It's so funny. <laughs> this movie cracked me up. Um, the flashback plays again on the TV this time. Yep. Because Oliver's recounting the story to Mitch, and yep. it's playing on the so TV. So we're once again treated to the horrifying shot of the mother impaled by the garden gnome. <laughs> I love it so much. 
<laughs> but I love this as like, I know, like showing the flashback through the TV while he's explaining it to Mitch. Yeah, such that, a cool idea. That sort of to me alluded to Oliver actually hallucinating and being delusional. Same. Yeah. Until later when something happens and I was just like, oh, yeah, oh, it's real. What? What the? Yeah. I love it. I don't. <laughs> we cut to the calendar as Oliver circles make a friend and the doorbell rings. Oh, yeah. he's got Because he's got make a friend on the on the previous day and he's crossed it. Yeah. Out. And then he circles it because he made a Because he made a friend. He's got a new friend. Um, it's a handyman at the door. He's come to fix the TV. Oliver slaps, quickly slaps some sunglasses on Mitch. Yep. And the electric, uh, oh, and the electrician gets to it. He, he starts working, fixing this. All he does is like fiddles with the aerial plug or something, something and like fixes that. it immediately. Doesn't he like, he, he compliments Mitch on his cool shades or something he like does, that. He does, yeah. Oliver gets the electrician a soda. And I was I was watching it because of the angle they used when he was under the TV. I was like, oh, he's going to get like decapitated by the by the entertainment unit yeah, or something. He's going to die horribly somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he no, fid- fiddles with fine. a couple of nods. The the TV turns on. It works before he downs the entire soda. The entire bottle of Coke, yeah. In one go. <laughs> Never be me. Which is impressive. It is very impressive. That would hurt. That would hurt so Cold, much. busy. Come on. Because he explicitly asks for it chilled as well. He does. Mm. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like, do you want a soda? He's like, chill. Yeah. Chill cola. <laughs> um... Yeah, he downs, he downs the soda from Oliver, and then he gives Mitch a high five. Yep. Before leaving. Yep. <laughs> Continuing the trend of people minding their business. Yeah, like, minding their own fucking business. And this scene, like, this is one thing that confused me about, like, I feel like this movie has a lot of inconsistencies. Like, I kind of got the idea at first that, like, Oliver wasn't fully aware of, like, how people would react to what he was doing, because he didn't really try to hide it. Like, with that woman walking past, he was just like, oh, hi, this is my friend Mitch. Mm. And he's the one who speaks to her first. She could have just walked past, but he's like, hi. Like, it's he has true. no idea. Mm. But then when the guy comes over, he, like, panics and slaps some sunglasses on Mitch. So obviously true. he knows to some degree that people aren't going to be okay with it, but he also acts like people will be okay with it. Yeah, it's like this weird line where he's not sure. Yeah, it's bizarre. Because then he offers Mitch a soda. So again, yeah, it's, it's like, he's like, "Do you want? Do you? Yeah, want oh, sorry, that was so rude of me. Did you want a soda? Do you want one?" And then it cuts away. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Oliver walks the street. A taxi passes as Chloe from the. Uh, I put the girl from the bench because yeah. we didn't know her name at this point. Yeah, um, gets out and runs over to him. Yeah, um, Oliver drops his groceries and Chloe helps him pick them up. He, and she apologises for running off earlier. Yeah. She said it was just a lot to take in at once. <laughs> Which is so fair. <laughs> Which is absolutely fair. I do really like this shot. Like, the, the colours of the buildings behind them. Did you notice that the building that she's standing in front of matches her hair and her jacket? And the building that he's standing in front of doesn't match what he's wearing, but it matches the colour scheme of his house? I did not notice that. Yeah. What so a the beautiful the, choice. Yeah. So the door is pink and the building is blue on mm. his side. And then on her side, the, the building is green and the door is red. Wonderful. Yeah. And she's wearing like a red jacket and her hair is like a bluey green. Yeah, she's got her hair's like half white, half blue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or white with blue tint. It's like she's dyed her blue and it's growing out. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, She gives her condolences for his mum. Yeah. As well. She says, I'm so sorry about what happened to your mum. It's very sweet. Yeah. At the graveyard, Oliver talks with his mum and the graveyard workers sort of talk in the background. Hmm. Uh, Distracted, he goes to check on them. 
And Doug is very excited because so many people have died recently. There was a big accident, a plane crash, is what he says. There's, he doesn't mention the plane crash at first. There was uh, uh, botulism, like a breakout. <laughs> At the local hospital. That's right. And something else. That <laughs> he does mention a couple crash. of things. Oh, and a plane crash. Yeah. He's like, I'll go show you if you like. And then as they're walking away, he's like, oh, but first, the plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. they're so excited. Yeah. They're like, oh, we got We've been job. working around the clock. The morgue's full to bursting. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Basically. And you're like, okay. He's very excited about dead people. I mean, dog. you know, if you enjoy, if you love your work, you never work a day in your life. I just realized that his name is Doug. Yeah. He digs graves. Yeah. Did you not pick up on that? No. <laughs> he's, he's Doug, the grave digger. <laughs> he tells us about some of the people who died in the in the accident. Yeah. He points out Suzanne, Mel, the little nine-year-old girl who choked on a Yeah, she was dead before the plane even crashed. <laughs> yeah. That's another moment that just that made me crack so up. Because the plane is crashing, people are screaming. And she's just like... Ugh. And she, she like, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. she chokes on like a chicken bone or yeah. something like that and then yeah keels over on the side of the couch and was like she's dead before the plane hit the ground yeah. <laughs> I love that that's so fucking funny Suzanne just fucking puts her headphones back on does the little the little cross thing does she? yeah oh didn't pick up on or, it or makes like a little prayer thing yeah. as well um, and and then there's Frank and there's Frank who's pissed in the pissed other cabin yeah <laughs> just going like Woo! yeah he's having a great time he's we're like, all gonna fucking die <laughs> yeah yeah, Frank was drunk and laughing as the plane crashes. Mel choked to death before the before the plane hit the ground. And Suzanne says a prayer and listens to her music while Frank while Frank screams, "Cheers! Here's to be, here's to being fuck." And, yeah. then, and then it cuts. Yeah, I'm such a sucker for a good hard cut. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Yeah, just for a swear word, genius. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love this movie, man. <laughs> Uh, Oliver walks the beach. The bullies from the diner are there. I just remembered, sorry, we have to go back a tiny bit. Because yeah. one of the funniest moments in the movie for me mm. is when he first brings Mitch home. Okay. And Mitch is, like, left standing in the doorway and there's music playing. And then he falls and the music cuts just in time for you to hear and go, boof, on the floor. Because <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, because he's a corpse. Yeah. Sorry, I just thought that was really funny. This movie's editing? <laughs> yeah. Cracker. <laughs> Here's to being fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver walks the beach. The bullies from the diner are there. They want to throw a massive party at Oliver's house because his mum is dead. Yeah, there's basically, no, there's no adults said. there. Yeah. yeah, there's no adults there. They can do what they want. They basically want to have a massive party and they want to trash it this Saturday. Yeah. And Oliver's like, will I be invited? Yeah. And they're like, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm like, fuck off. Oliver refuses saying, I don't need friends like you anymore. Yeah. And I was like, good on you. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. You've got Mitch now, and to an extent, Chloe. Yep. Oliver watches Alf as the doorbell rings. It's Julius and Margot. They want to meet Oliver's new friend, and he just says, oh, he isn't well. Yeah, he, he doesn't let them in this time. He doesn't he let them in this time. closes the door and stands in front of it. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Mitch isn't well right now. Yeah. Come back later. Yeah. Margot says Julius owes her, and he refuses until they've seen some proof. Yep. They mention how it's everybody's dream to have the perfect family, just like on TV. Uh, speak for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need that shit. Yeah. White picket fence? Nah. Nah. But Oliver kind of overhears this. Oliver thanks Mitch for, for being here with him mm-hmm. as the corpse bleeds into the couch. He's sort of fallen over. He's lulled over. He's sort of over. lulled over and then, yeah, blood just, blood just from pooled. his mouth, which shouldn't happen. 
If he's been dead for several days, at least. It could be a mix of blood from whatever accident mixed with, like, the um, stomach fluids. Yeah, and it's just kind of leaking out. He's still, like, even though he's all over, he's still upright. Like, there's no real reason why it should be coming out. I mean, if it's from his stomach, it's probably gone up through his throat. I guess. And then it's just dribbling out onto the yeah. It's disgusting. It's vile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we learned that Oliver's dad just left and then his mum became a shut-in. Yep. So Oliver's dad didn't die. He just went out for cigarettes and never came back. Yeah. Essentially. Classic dad move. Classic 80s dad move. Yeah. It's a very 80s thing. Yeah. He's never really had a family before, he says. They even arrested... They even arrested Ron the garden gnome. Yeah. The, police, the policeman said he'd get the electric chair. Yeah. For killing his mum. <laughs> I actually had to listen to that twice because I was like, did he just say that the gnome got arrested? <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh. And this is where I had to pause it again because I was laughing my ass off oh too much. Oh my god. Oliver spent a short time in care after that, as he was too old to adopt, or got told he was too old to adopt anyway. And I just got to say, I love the um, Grateful Dead sweater that he slapped I on I did like Mitch. that. That was a nice little touch. Because <laughs> it was yeah. what Mitch, Mitch is feeling cold or something like that, yeah. is what he was shopping for when he met Chloe on the street. And then next time we see Mitch, he's wearing a, a Grateful Dead, Dead t-shirt. A sweater. <laughs> a sweater, yeah. 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 To keep him warm, because he's cold. Yeah. He tells Mitch that it's just something he really needs to do. And he grabs a backpack and the keys to the car and heads out. Yep. At the graveyard, the guard dog watches as Oliver gets to work. He digs, opening coffins one at a time. He introduces himself to the corpses, which we don't see. And he's like, you're going to be my new mother. Yeah. He opens, so he brings back three corpses, but he opens four coffins. He does open four. And the one he he opens is, he opens and goes, oh, Get well soon. Get well soon and that, closes the coffin. I didn't peg at the time, but Anya was like, oh, that must be one of the botulism victims. Oh. Oh, that makes so yeah, much more sense. I didn't click at the time, yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. That's, I love that reaction as well where he's like, oh. <laughs> Get well soon. Get well soon and then just closes the yeah. coffin again. <laughs> um, then a couple more after that. So, yeah, you're right. He opens four coffins and we see him later with three corpses. Yep. So. We cut to Oliver sat in the car with three new corpses, Suzanne, Frank, and nine-year-old Mel. Yeah. As the car dog runs at the car, he starts it up, he's, Oliver starts yeah. up the car and accidentally, accidentally runs it's over the dog. dog. It's a little, little, little dash dashing. Dashing, yeah. It's, and, he and, just, and it's one of the ones that's colored like a Doberman. And I love those ones. They're my favorite. It's so cute. It's so awful. <laughs> So he starts up the car and then you hear... Dum, dum. And he's like, huh. huh. And he goes forward again. <laughs> he goes forward and goes... Dum, 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 again. And, and so he stops. And he, he opens the door and we immediately cut to him plopping a very mutilated dog corpse onto the couch. The dog drove me insane. The fucking terrible CGI dog. Yeah, the CGI's not it's great. It's so bad. I feel like this movie was very low budget, though. Very low budget. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of forgave it. Because I was like, I love what you're doing. I just feel like the dog didn't need to be there. It wasn't really relevant. It doesn't really do that much. No. no. But, it, you know, you kind of need it. I suppose a typical a... happy American family exactly. has a dog. Yeah. That's about it. Mum, dad, son, daughter, dog. Yeah. And a, a best and friend. And a friend. Yeah. yeah. This is Ninja the dog. Yeah. He, he has a look at the little name tag on its collar. And then he's like, oh, you're a girl dog. Because the, gra- the Duggan 
whatever his name is, were referring to the dog as a boy. Oh. But I don't, again, what's the relevance? It never comes up again. Why is that relevant? Why do you need to point that out? Ninja could have stayed a boy dog. It wouldn't have made a lick of difference. Yeah, it's just a small detail. It doesn't have a point, Jacob. <laughs> Everything has to have a point. Otherwise, why put it in there? I love it. I don't. <laughs> Drove me insane. It did not for me. I do love that he he checks the name tag and then goes to leave and he's like, stay. Yeah. He tells the dog's dog corpse to stay. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, the graveyard workers drunkenly walk home. Mm -hmm. And you said it's because Doug lives next door, right? Lives next door to Oliver. Lives next door to Oliver. I love this scene. I love this so shit-faced. They're so plastered, but still so nice to Oliver. But I love the bit where um, they're talking about, like, people in a graveyard at nighttime. Like, all you have to do is say boo at them and they shit their pants. Yeah. And then he puts a mask on while he's facing away from his mate and then turns around and goes, and scares the shit out of him. Yes. so funny. Yes. Because they're talking about, like, um, decorating the graveyard for Halloween or something like that. They pass Oliver's house as he unpacks the corpses, but they're too drunk to notice. Yeah, Frank kind of, like, like lolls out of the car a little bit. And yeah. the other guy, like, points at him and is like, hey, he looks how I feel. <laughs> yeah, and then just walks off. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. People minding their business. People minding again. their own fucking business. Yeah. The new family sits watching TV together as Oliver brings tea. Yeah. He po- accidentally... Um, pours boiling water onto Suzanne's he's hands. He's watching what he's doing. Because he's watching Alf. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is the one where Alf gets a puzzle or something, or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And he's accidentally burning Suzanne's hand. He comes up with the idea to start a new photo, uh, a new family photo album of yeah. him. Um, and just leaves the, the steaming kettle on Frank's crotch while it he runs steams, to get the camera. Yeah. He's like... Anya physically, like, flinch. She was like... It's fine, he's dead. It's fine, he's a corpse, it doesn't matter. He tells everyone to settle down. Which is, sorry, it's another thing. Like, I mentioned it when I was watching with Anya this morning as well. Like, he acts like they're not corpses, but then he acts like they're corpses, right? Like, he talks to them Mm. like they're people, but then he just drops a hot kettle onto Frank's crotch. Like, which is it? Maybe, maybe, Maybe Julius is right and he is delusional. I think he is. But also... We'll get there. Won't be. <laughs> he tells everyone to settle down mm-hmm. <laughs> before rearranging the corpses to make it look like a happy need to family. Move closer together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'll need to move closer together. Yeah. And then we get a sort of a montage of him shuffling the corpses around, you know, drinking. That like shaky groove thing song playing. Yeah. <laughs> Frank on the end of the couch, you know, lulling on the on the arm of the chair, and then he positions Suzanne to look like she's like co- cozying into him yeah. and Oh, it's so cute. He snaps the picture, but he says it doesn't seem to be working. He'll get some new film tomorrow, and he bids them all good night before heading to bed. Yep. So did he he just didn't wait for the Polaroid to No, because then we see it develop. Yes. And they are all actively sitting up and smiling at the camera. Yes. We see the developed photo where everyone is dead alive. Yeah. And smiling at and the camera. This is mine and Anya's series that the act of taking the picture is what did it. Oh, okay. There's no other explanation. Well, they do. There was that whole thing about cameras capturing the soul at one point, right? In the movie, or in, like in general? No, in general. Yeah, that because yeah, that's what I said as well. Like immortality in a picture, sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people, I know when like photography was first invented, people didn't yeah. want their pictures taken because they thought it sucked out your soul. Yeah. I yeah, I thought it was uh, along the lines of like um, giving them second life. The act of oh, digging right. them up, sitting them up, taking a picture of them as a happy family. Mm. 
And death photography was a thing. Yeah. It's so creepy. Horrifying. Yeah. Especially when, with kids. Yeah. Like, I, kids ugh, died and they'd be, like, positioned, look like they're playing, but they're just corpses. Yeah. I, I hated, hated it. it. It's hate, disgusting. I hate, hate it. The next morning, Oliver wakes. Um, why is his bed so tall? This is something I just picked up on. I didn't really... Tall beds are a thing. Bronwyn's old bed is, like, this friggin' high off the ground. It's insane. Like, two feet off the ground. Yeah, I I have to jump to get onto that thing. Like, if I was going to go at our old place, if I was going to go and, like, sit on her bed with her and watch while she played video games, I would Mm. be, like, up onto the bed. Because it was so tall. We've still got it in the spare room. I'll show you next time you're around. It's so tall. That's insane. Yeah. I was just looking at it like, that bed is almost as tall as him, and he's not a short lad. Sebastian can't jump up onto it. Oh, the problem is bed. <laughs> Cute. Because he's a Norwegian forest cat, he can't jump. He has to climb. Yeah, Mila has, the only reason she can get on our bed is because there's like, there's like a lip where the bed frame is, and then up onto the mattress. And she like pulls so herself up onto that. Yeah, so yeah. there's almost like a stair to get yeah. onto the To bed. be fair, she's a little pug. She is a little... She has that as an excuse. Sebastian is a cat. This is true. Cats are meant to be, like, leaping from trees yeah. and shit. except it's, it's an oddity of Norwegian forest cats specifically that they can't jump. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, he goes to his calendar, but suddenly stops as he hears music playing from the kitchen. Heading down the hall, the music gets louder. He's interrupted by Suzanne as she irons the clothes, and she scolds him for sleeping in. Yep. She's like, you're going to sleep the whole day away? Yeah. She's a very sort of like fifties housewife mother sort yes. of like attitude. Yes. You've wasted the better part of the day. Yeah. Like now sit down and have some breakfast. Yeah. 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 She gives him a grocery list and tells him that his daddy is nearly done with the car and he'll take him to town. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. I love so it. So weird. He's got yeah. a new mum, new dad, obviously a new sister. Yeah. And then best friend Mitch. Yep. Yeah, so Mel, I believe, is sitting on the couch, right? I and think so, yeah. TV and She's... playing with a doll. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Frank is outside somewhere. Yeah. Oliver says morning to his sister. She says he smells. Yep. And needs to take a shower. And Suzanne scolds them both for arguing. Yeah. It really is like, an, like a 1950s household. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. It's so odd. She's like, oh, she she makes a, Mel makes a comment about how Oliver must have slipped in his clothes again. Yeah. And he's kind of like, I was going to take a shower. Like, he's like, well, so good, offended. because you smell. Yeah. And then Suzanne's like, children. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Scores them for arguing as Oliver heads outside where Mitch is sunbathing on a cloudy day. Yeah, I mean, he's from England, to be fair. This is true. Like, and they do point it out because he's like, uh, Oliver's like, what are you doing? I'm sunbathing. And he he's like, looks I'm soaking up these beautiful rays. And, and like, like, Oliver looks up at the sky and it's grey. yeah. <laughs> um, and he says, if you stay out here, you might catch pneumonia. And he's like, and yeah. Mitch is like, yeah, that's true. And then, and then I, if I die. die. <laughs> yeah. Very self-aware corpses. It's very funny. Um, he's borrowed a pair of Oliver's sunglasses. Yes, because these are the ones that the elect- they slapped on when the electrician came round. Yes, but the reason he's borrowed the sunglasses... He takes them off to show his rotting eye, so- um, eye sockets. Eyelids missing. Yep. Um, Ninja loves an eyelid. Ninja ate his eyelids, he yeah. says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We meet the zombie dog, and also zombie Frank as well. Yep. He asks Oliver to help his father find something. He's lost a couple of his fingers in the transmission. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> For one thing, the transmission is right down underneath. 
Right. You just lose it on top of the engine because that's not where the transmission is. Anyway, car guy moment. I see. That went way over my head. Yeah. Cars go. Mm-hmm. They take me from A to B. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I put gas in it. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. And then my hands smell funny. They smell like petrol. You can't pump gas without getting it all over your hands? No, it doesn't matter. Like, even if... Yeah, I could... It's not like a... I don't fucking bathe in it. <laughs> but, like, they always come away smelling a bit like petrol. I don't like it. I like it. I, think I like the smell of petrol. I think it's the fumes. Maybe. And, like, attaches to my hands or my clothes or something. I don't know. Oliver finds them and Frank staples them back onto his hand. Disgusting, by the way. It's like a close-up. Of him stapling fingers back on. Of one of those big industrial staplers. Yeah, and he's just like... (laughs) 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 Vile. They head inside for lunch. Hot dogs and french fries for for lunch. It makes me it made me want hot dogs and french fries so fucking bad. It looked really nice. <sighs> I was like, oh, that looks like a good lunch. We might need to get hot dogs in the shopping. Mm. Frank uh, has lost his wedding finger, and he's trying to yeah. hide it from Suzanne. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't do a very good job of it though. No, no. He looks guilty, and she's like, "What?" And he holds up his hand, and he's missing his his wedding yeah. finger. But it's very, you know, oh, you silly Billy. Yeah, you silly ghost. find it. Did you check behind the cushions in the couch? What am I, an idiot? Winks at Oliver. It's so, like, sitcom. It is. 50s sitcom family. Works. This is because I thought the whole thing was in Oliver's head then. Because it's playing out like a 1950s, sorry, like like a TV show. You think he's just imagining the whole thing. Yeah. He goes to check, um, Frank goes to check behind the cushions to see if he can find his wedding finger. Back at... Um, back at the diner, the bullies head outside to hit on Chloe. Like, hey, baby, what are you up to tonight? Or something yeah, like yeah. that. And Connor Connor is the name of the, the main bully, apparently. Oh, I never picked up on that. Yeah, I don't know how I picked up on it, yeah. but I did. He asks her out. Oliver arrives, just walking past. And she immediately turns and asks Oliver hey. out on a date. Best move. Best. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. It was, like, such a, like, put, put Connor in his place. Honestly. He's like, hey, baby, you want to go out tonight? She immediately turns to another guy and is like, hey, Oliver, do you want to go out tonight on a date? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, at home, Suzanne and Frank dance and laugh. This was very cute. It's adorable. Yeah. They're like doing the heel clicking thing yeah. and everything like that. They're like a zombie corpse couple. They are adorable. And the makeup's pretty good. Yeah. They look really good. The, the special effect, because... Physical effects. Physical as we effects always in this movie say, look really, really good. good. That's why it's so awful to watch because it's disgusting. <laughs> it looks so realistic, except for Ninja. Especially when bits start falling off a bit later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oliver arrives home, um, and yeah, I think as Suzanne says, you know, a little exercise never killed anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very cute. Because Frank's like, I need a break. Yeah, Frank's <laughs> like, oh, I need to sit down. She's like, yeah. oh, come on, you lazy bones. You know, yeah. a little exercise never killed anybody. I'm yeah. like, I, I just love these puns. Yeah. These zombie puns. Yeah. Oliver sits down. Suzanne sends him away to shower and to clean his room. She's like, uh-uh, you need to shower and clean your room before dinner. Yeah. Go on, off you go. Yeah. You're not sitting down to watch TV. Yeah. I love her. Suzanne's amazing. She and Frank go back to dancing. I think she yeah. kind of, like... Yes, he needs to have a shower. Yes, he needs to clean his room. But also, he in- he interrupted Suzanne's dance time. Yeah. So she sent him to clean his room, and then she puts the music back on, and she's like, come on, baby, and yeah. grabs Frank again, and yeah. they start dancing. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. These two are adorable. Um, Mitch gussies himself in the mirror, and I love it when he's like, he like flicks his hair a little bit, and then he's like, 
I look, I look fucking this. sensational. Yeah, yeah. He's so into himself. It's great. <laughs> and it's so good because he's topless and like the skin's sagging, but you can see like all see his, his ribs. Cage and his, his nips are slipping off to the side as well. It's just awful. <laughs> but he's fucking loving himself. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, I look fucking sensational. Yeah. Oliver tells him about his date mm-hmm. and he mentions that Chloe is terrifying. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, is she nice? Is she cute? And, and he's just, Oliver's just like, she's terrifying. She's terrifying, yeah. <laughs> and I love that. I kind of yeah. love that. Mode. Girls are scary. Yeah, girls are scary. Agreed. That's why I date men. Yeah. Far less scary. I have a mean girl thing, so it works for me. Oh, this is true. Yeah. But not, not, not bitches. No. No, I believe we've, we've covered this. We've, it has we've to covered be funny. This. has to be like jokey yeah. mean girl. Anya's very good at it. <laughs> I, I bet she is. Um, Mitch helps Oliver pick out his date outfit. He's like, nah, not that one. Yeah. No, nah, better, but no, 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 not that one. Yeah. And Oliver admits that he's never been on a date before. And they're called out to go have dinner. So the family sat round having, I guess, one of the frozen pizzas that were in there. Oh, I hate this scene. <laughs> I hate it so much. This is the point this morning at which I was like, okay, I'm going to go shower now. <laughs> I'm they, not going to watch this again. They settle down to pizza. While he's talking, Frank starts vomiting cheese, I guess. And he guess. just keeps talking. He just keeps talking. Like, he doesn't notice. He's talking notice. about cheese. He's talking about cheese. Like, all, he's, he's like, naming I a bunch prefer... of cheeses with all this vomit just spilling out. Because he's talking mouth. about liquid cheese. He's like, I think liquid cheese is so much better, you know. Yeah. Your camembert, your yeah. brie. And meanwhile, all this cheese is, like, dribbling it's out. Disgusting. And every time he hits, like, a hard letter... He spits, oh, yeah. spits vomit I think, everywhere. I think I may have mentioned before, but I'm a sympathetic vomiter. So like the sound oh. of it, just, awful. I can't I mean, stand fair. it. I physically reached both times I saw that scene. <laughs> he just keeps talking and vomiting everywhere. Mel, Mel, meanwhile, has managed to work the chicken bone that choked her to death. Oh, yeah, she's out of her out. neck. Anya was like, shouldn't they have taken that out? Like when they like did her up for like the autopsy and for like the funeral and stuff they might not have bothered because cause of death would have just been assumed to be plane crash i guess so that's true yeah they wouldn't have looked for a second cause if yeah the the most evident cause would have been plane crash yeah so yeah she's she's been picking at her neck the entire dinner yeah and she's finally pulled out the, pulled chicken, out the bone, chicken bone and susan's like oh good yeah girl. <laughs> they're so proud of and them. they all toast to it as well yeah. like oh here's to my little girl yeah while doing the dishes, Suzanne asks Oliver who the girl is because she's got that mum instinct. Yeah. She's like, you're going on a date. Is she yeah. nice? Yeah. Is she pretty? Is she good enough for my boy? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Mitch runs in um, kind of chaotically because Ninja has stolen his arm. Yeah, he like drops an F-bomb or something and Suzanne is like, oh! Language! Yeah. <laughs> And Suzanne manages to, to you know, convince Ninja to give up Mitch's arm again. Yeah. Mitch tries to figure out how to reattach his arm while while Oliver freaks out about dating. He, like, he like pats his own face with his hand and then he pats <laughs> he's Oliver's face. His, he's stroking his cheek and his chin like yeah. he's thinking, yeah. but with the dismembered arm. Yeah, and then he like, does the same how thing. Gonna, how am I going to put this back on? It's awful. And it's, it's starting to go green. It's bleh, It's disgusting. <laughs> And we we now get the first of Mitch's dating advice things. Oh yeah, the three the three like infomercial or, things yeah. where the movie pauses and Mitch comes on screen yeah. and he's like, take him somewhere with a nice view. Girls like a nice view. Don't know why, but they do. He's not wrong. <laughs> he's like, 
I mean, as he admits later, he knows nothing about yeah, dating. Yeah, he made it up. He made it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, also Mitch is completely bandaged at, at this point. Yeah, he looks like the Invisible Man. Yeah, the Invisible like, Man or a mummy or something yeah. like that. He's comp- apart with from a little tuft of hair. A little tuft of hair and the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. tuft of hair, sunglasses, but everything else is bandaged. And he looks like he's wearing pajamas or something like that. I think it's still the suit that he was buried in, but he's got the Grateful Dead sweater over the jacket. Oh! Yeah. Oh, okay, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, I thought this was adorably cute. Yeah. Especially him pausing the movie to, you know, take him somewhere nice. Yeah. Girls like that. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to the date. Oliver and Chloe look out over the ocean and talk. Oliver finds Frank's missing finger and quickly... On the car seat, yeah. on the car- She was sat on it and she's like, what am I sat on? And leans up and he quickly grabs it and sticks it in his pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was nothing. No. Chloe admits she's never really had any friends because she's weird. Okay, yeah. yeah. She thinks she's weird. Yeah. Until Oliver, that is. Oliver's her first friend too. Gross. Adorable. <laughs> But ooh, straight couples. Ugh. Ugh. Heterosexuality. Ugh. On my good television? I think not. <laughs> gays only. This is a gays only house that includes the television. We watch only LGBTQ plus television. Genuinely, every time I recommend a movie to Anya, she's like, are there gays in it? <laughs> and every time I'm like, no, but she won't let me finish. She's like, don't want to watch it. Oh, Look... <sighs> Some sometimes straight people make good movies. Okay, sometimes it's it's rare. It's rare. In all defense, like most of the like gay themed movies I've watched, I don't like. A lot of them are really bad, a especially lot of them the ones really that I used to watch when written. I was. And I'm not. I don't like the main focus of the movie being that they're gay. Yeah, I just don't like it. No, that's why. Like, I like things like. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't think you've watched it yet, but I know you're going to do it um, with Anya. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes. Oh, I love that movie! Anyway. <laughs> it's just, uh, I just don't like the focus of it being that. Yeah, I like... I don't mind it if there's something else going on. Mm. Um, like um, that other new one, Bottoms. Have you seen that one yet? No. We've already watched it because it got released in theaters a little while ago overseas. But it's coming out in theaters next month, I think, and we're going to go watch it again. Right. It is. It is. It does focus a lot around... Um, like the two main characters being gay, but that is not the only thing that's going on. Like there's other stuff going on, which right. helps. Yeah, like, um, I'm, I'm not. It's also a... just completely unhinged, and you have to watch it. <laughs> See, that might be okay. It's just the ones where it's it's all about like the hardships of being gay and stuff like that. And I'm like, I yeah, just I no. don't want to like yeah go through that. The only movie that I will forgive for that is But I'm a Cheerleader because it's a masterpiece, and that's literally the entire point of the movie. It was it was an yeah it was a good movie. You were about to say an okay movie, yeah, and I right. will kill you. It was an alright movie. It is a masterpiece. <laughs> it made me titter a couple of times, and it has Rufio from Hook in it. So. Yes, as a gay man. As a gay man. He makes out with a boy. And I'm all for it. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Anyway, Chloe decides to end the date. Yep. Um, she says she'll call for a cab from his place. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to drive her. The movie pauses as Mitch hops into screen, yeah. having lost a leg to Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> And says that you should always have a wingman. Yeah. We cut to the house. Mitch is waiting for them. He's like sat on a rocking chair or something. Oh, one on one of the. It'll be that chair that you notice at the beginning. Probably the, probably the neon yeah. sunbathing chair or whatever it is. He intru- introduces himself to Chloe, and this is where I, my mo- my mind got like blown, and I was like, He's So they're real. not a figment of his yeah, psyche. Yeah. Everybody else can also see them. This is the thing. Because I was expecting it to be like you know always have a wingman, and he'd just be like. You know, Oliver had set him up on the chair. Yeah. 
And but she, no, he they have a conversation. They ha- he converses, with, and she responds. Chloe. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, they're not figments of Oliver's imagination. This is what I don't like. <laughs> I love it. It just can't. I, it feels to me like they can't make up their mind what's going. Like the writers can't make up their mind what's going on. I. I'm all for that chaotic energy in this instance. <sighs> Normally, I'd be with you, and I I hate that kind of thing. But for some reason, this movie just it... you're blinded by the color palette is what's happening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It was so pretty and so funny. Yeah. That I I was just like, you know what? Do whatever you want. I'm There's here for the ride. Enormous amount of suspension of disbelief required for this movie, and usually I'm fine with that. But yeah. for some reason, I just couldn't. I mean, fair. Yeah. Each to their own. Yeah. I I know there's movies that do this exact kind of thing, and I chastise them for it. Yeah. And I'm like, this makes no sense. Why have you done this? Why is this here? If yeah. it doesn't serve. But in this movie, for some reason, I was just sat there like, cool. Yep. <sighs> Mitch convinces her to let Oliver drive her home. On the drive, Mitch recounts how he died. Mm-hmm. Um, though Chloe doesn't know that he died. He's just like, oh yeah, I was in a, I was, I was in, in a car accident. accident. Oliver saved my life. Oliver saved my life. Yeah, he's such a great guy. And she's like, you're lucky to be alive. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch tells us that he, um, that you should always meet the parents. That's right. He's like lying on the roof of the car yeah. Yeah. as it pulls into Chloe's Chloe's house. Yeah. And he's like, you should always try and meet the parents. <laughs> Because how else are you going to know what she's going to look like in 20 years? That's right. Yeah. Uh, Chloe introduces Oliver to her mum. He thanks her for a wonderful night. He thanks Chloe for a wonderful night, which is very sweet. And mum insists that, you know, he's such a polite lad. You should give him a kiss goodnight. Hate that. Go away, mum. Also 80s, though. Also 80s, yes. It would be very 80s. Yeah. Uh, she bids him goodnight and the mum heads inside. Chloe thanks him and gives him a tentative kiss on the lips, though. Yeah. It uh-huh. wasn't, which means that she definitely wanted. It's it's funny because it looks like she missed a little and got him, like, almost on his chin. Mm, it does kind of <laughs> Yeah. But it's very cute. Yeah. And you can kind of put that up, too. Oh, but, you know, neither of them are dated. Neither of yeah. them have even had friends before. Yeah. But she's definitely interested in him. I still do that occasionally. Like, what, you go to miss? kiss someone and you just miss because they, like, move their head or something and you just... Yeah, Sean and I would do it, like, you know, the lights are off and you, like, kiss each other goodnight. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and I need to do where that the as fuck well. Is your where, face? where did you go? Like, <laughs> both hands, where's your face? Here you go, okay. Yeah. Okay, mwah, goodnight. <laughs> Such an ordeal. I know, right? Why didn't we do this before we turn the lights off? <laughs> Oliver and Mitch celebrate the good date. They're, like, in the car going, oh, no. well, he's, he's, like, waiting at the door still as Chloe walks inside and he's like, oh, my God. I kissed a girl! Yeah. And then Mitch is in the car like, you yeah. did that! You did that. that! Yeah. He's such a good hype man. He's such a good hype man. Such yeah. a good wingman. Yeah. He's so good. Um, we cut to them plonking themselves on the couch to Elf, to watch Elf. Mitch admits that he made up all the dating advice. Yeah. He knows nothing about dating. Yeah. He's like, I was really surprised it actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Yes! The calendar is crossed off again. Julius and Margot grab coffee. Julius thinks Oliver is up to something. He refuses to accept that he's lost the bet, and today he'll prove it. At this point, he has absolutely no, like, reason to believe that Oliver is up to anything. No, but they haven't met Mitch yet, right? This is true. But even then, like, wouldn't you assume that, like, the worst case scenario would be that he's lying about making a friend because he doesn't want to go to an institution? Which isn't an unreasonable thing to do yeah it's not up to something 
Yeah. He's just lying, presumably. Yeah, it's not... Uh, he's being so over-the-top weird about this. He's got a vendetta, and I wish yeah. we... I, the only thing I, I would want from this movie is to find out why Julius has such a vendetta against him. I think he's we, just a terrible psychiatrist. I think Margot says that, like, Julius used to have control over Oliver. She implies that, yeah. It's not but, entirely clear, though. But if he's cleared... Um, psychologically, I guess, yeah. through their social report, then he'll be free to do yeah. as he pleases. Yeah. And maybe Julius just doesn't want to let go of that control he has. Yeah, quite possibly. At home, Oliver plays the piano. Mitch arrives home, and Oliver helps him unwrap. I'm dying under here, he says. Yeah. yeah. It's so hot, I'm dying under here. Oliver also reprimands him for going out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because he went out to pick up some things, and he's like, you know, you could have been core. What would you have done? What would you have done then? Play dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So funny. It cracks. Oh, there's a knock at the door. Oliver rewraps Mitch. Uh, he asks for his help. He's like, you know, you know, you're my best friend. You just need to help me with this. And Oliver also hides Ninja in the piano before answering the. In the yeah, you couldn't just put her in another room like why in the piano it's i so guess it was the, the closest thing it's the closest thing but it's also a piano it makes noise this is true and it's not soundproof no it's anti-soundproof it makes sound <laughs> it's literally its only purpose <laughs> well some some people just have it because it looks pretty this is fair I wish my, I had a piano. my grandma's ex-husband had a baby grand a white baby grand piano oh wow in the basement yeah. In the basement? Yeah, because their basement was like a like a party room. It had like a pool table oh, okay. and a bar so it wasn't like and a dartboard. Molding down there or no, something. No, no, like no. That. Okay. It had they had like a little like kind of dance floor and it was just in the middle of the dance floor, sort of. Oh cute. Yeah. That's kinda sweet. Yeah. Yeah. My mum's always wanted a piano, but she never had like the room for it. Yeah. They played Which a lot fun. of pool in that basement when I was a kid. Oh, I love playing pool. Yeah. Julius and Margot meet Mitch. He he's he's had a little accident, he says. Yeah. Um, but Oliver saved him because mm-hmm. he's such a great guy. He's talking with Margaret. He's like, "I've got third degree burns. You want to have a look?" And she's like, "No, no, 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 no just missing Mel every time he walks past. I did like the scene. It's it's yeah. very like you know what was it sinister? Yeah. You know when yeah, yeah, he's just walking around behind. In, yeah, the, and the kids would be like eerily in the corners of the room and run past or whatever like that, and they just miss him. Insidious? No, no, it's sinister with Ethan Hawke. Sinister was about the the films though, right? Yeah, there wasn't the. Yeah. And fairness, it's been a really long time since I've seen Sinister, and I really watched it. Once yeah, he gets haunted me. by 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 the kids in the videos. So as he's okay, walking around his house at night, the, the like ghost kids like run past in the background and stuff like that. Fair, I'll take your word for it. Again, it's, it's been it's a really, really long creepy. time since I saw it, and it gave me horrid nightmares, so I never watched it again. Oh, yeah, I was it, really scared of it. It plays on my Mr. Boogie or something. Mr. Boogie, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he terrifying. terrified me. Especially, and it has that thing where we're like, you watch something, and then you know you zoom in, and you realize there's something else in it, or you come back to it later, yeah. and there's something more to it. That lawnmower Hate clip. It. Oh, the lawnmower. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, I remember the lawnmower. Yeah, awful. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it does that trope. Yeah. With, you know, but it's very comical in a yeah, sense. Because Julius yeah. is like, I'm going to find it's, proof. Yeah. And in the background, there's like Mel skipping past. Just skipping past, yeah. 
<laughs> and he, he, he misses her like three times. Yeah. And then Frank walks past as well. Yeah. Misses him. But he does find a dismembered ear in the master bedroom. Oh, so disgusting. It's all green and... And gross. De- decomposing. Yeah, yeah, it's got like little black spots so you can tell it's like <sighs> rotting. Yeah. He walks into the bathroom where Suzanne is having a bath. She's got a full facial mask on. Yeah, and she yells at him to <laughs> get like, the fuck out. What are you doing in here? Yeah. Get out! And he's yeah. like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just love the, the facial mask. Yeah. So, so convenient. So yeah. convenient. I love it. Yeah. She screams at him to get out and Julius and Margot leave in a hurry. Suzanne peers down the hallway as Frank comes in. He's repaired the birdhouse that was in the garden or something like that. And he makes a really weird comment. He's like, you're not wearing any makeup. You're really letting yourself go or something. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, so? And he's like, you're letting yourself go, baby. Yeah. And she's like, oh! Rude. Margot gloats that she won the bet, but Julia says he found something awful in the house. Yep. Which is Frank's ear. Yep. But he didn't take it with him. No, he just left it there. Yeah. Which if he's that desperate to prove that Oliver's up to something, you think he would have kept it. No, I think he was just freaked out. That's he, fair. he picked it up and he's like, oh, oh, oh. But then he carried on searching. <laughs> he did. Maybe he's looking for the body so he could call the police. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Suzanne staples Frank's ear back on. Yeah. Frank in his staples. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's better. Yeah. They make, make like a joke as well. Like they find his ear and they're like, Frank, Frank, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Wake up, Frank. Yeah. Julius is determined to have Oliver committed. Not sure why. It's a control thing. Uh, Margot thinks Julius just wants control o- over Oliver. Mm-hmm. The mood is broken as Julius doubles the bet. Because again, we have that thing where she's just like, you're a despicable human being, yeah. Julius. You're yeah. awful. And he's like, double or nothing? I would never. All right. <laughs> well, at this point, she's like, I've she's practically like, I've already won. won. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. Uh, Frank smokes a cigar. He tells Oliver he was given a cigar by his dad and told, you know, you can only smoke this when you become a man. Yeah. And then he went outside and smoked the whole thing in one go. And vomited everywhere. And vomited for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fair because you're not meant to inhale cigar smoke. No, you're not. Yeah. It's toxic. That's something that I always watch for in movies when someone's smoking a cigar. If they actually breathe it in. They breathe it in. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, dead. (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) Actually, push yeah. some glasses. Um, actually. <laughs> um, he's, yeah, he says he wasn't meant to smoke it until he became a man. Oliver needs to watch Alf. And Frank says he can miss the show. Yeah. Like, it's fine. You don't need to watch it. Mm. But what am I going to tell my mum? It's so sweet. Yeah. And this entire movie's just about moving on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, Oliver asks, what he, will he talk to his mother about? And Frank taps him on the shoulder and says, tell her about you. Yeah. That was really sweet. And I was like, oh, my heart. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) This movie. What are you, some kind of gay? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you imply that? (laughs) And it really hurt my feelings. And I just, yeah. (laughs) This movie, I found very touching. Yeah. Like, emotionally, it got me. It was very sweet. It was very sweet, yeah. The bullies arrive at the house. Um, announcing trick or treat. One of them is dressed up as Freddy Krueger. The other one is dressed up as Jason Voorhees. Yes. Yeah. There are so many horror references in yeah. this movie. Fucking amazing. Yeah. They want a treat or they'll trash the house and beat him up. They say the treat has to be $300. Yep. Yeah. They're suddenly grabbed by Frank. Yeah, Frank grabs the scrawny bully by the neck. Uh, Connor or whatever his Connor, name is. Connor, yeah. Who's dressed up like Freddy, right? Yeah. That's him. Yeah. Grabs him by the neck 
and scares him away, losing an arm in the process. Yeah. The hand comes off at the wrist, I think it was. Or was it... I think no, it was, it was the, the full wrist. arm. Was it the full arm? And I think it's the wrist later. Right. Yes, no, you're right. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole arm comes off and, he, you know, he has to go pick it up and bring it back inside. Yeah. Inside, Frank tells Oliver that he's not on his own anymore. Yeah. And it's like this whole, like, protection thing. It's so sweet. It is sweet. It is. I Yeah. I find Oliver very hard to be sympathetic towards. I Really? I found him very, very difficult to feel sympathetic for. Like, he's a sweet kid. Mm. And, like, he has good intentions and all that. <laughs> is that Mila? No. No? What is that? It's a branch. It's a br- Horrifying. Anyway. <laughs> scratching at the window. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I couldn't. I couldn't vibe with him. I don't know what it was. Okay. Yeah. I found him so endearing. I didn't at all. I found him so adorable. The only characters that I... Again, the Gravediggers. I loved them. And I loved, like, Frank and Suzanne. Frank and Suzanne are so cute. Everyone else, I was just kind of meh. I mean, fair. Yeah. I don't really feel anything towards Chloe. No, me neither. She's kind of just there. Yeah, but I do feel endeared to, to Oliver. Suzanne tells Chloe's, uh, sorry, calls Chloe's mum and invites her and Chloe to a Halloween party. And she agrees. And they're like, oh, you know, we're not really for that. Can we, like, maybe meet up for dinner? And Suzanne says they're not going to be there much longer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Suzanne tells Oliver to get ready. They're heading out for dinner. And everyone gets ready, and they've got costumes. They, they all say. have matching elf costumes. They all have elf, except for Oliver. Except for Oliver, yeah, who's dressed up like a zombie. Hilarious. The yeah. it's so good. We cut to everyone leaving while Ghostbusters plays. Yep. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. It's so good. <laughs> and at the Chicken Run Diner, I only just realised it was called the Chicken Run Diner, and I had to write it down because. Did I you like that. the giant chicken head with the sunglasses on the beak, like? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah, it, it was cool. so good. Again, this movie drips with style. Oh, Everything absolutely. About it is very, yeah. The family all sits together dressed as elf characters. Oliver is dressed as a zombie and he orders dinner for the family. Chloe and her parents arrive all dressed as vampires and the family sit together except for Chloe and Oliver who go off to pick up their orders. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. The bullies arrive at the diner as Oliver goes to deliver the food back to his family. And they harass Chloe. Yes. I don't know. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. The family tries to jump in, but Oliver sort of stops them. He's like, no, I can do this. Yeah. And I was like, yes, he's developing. Yeah. He gets punched in in the face and smacks his head on a table as he goes down. Yep. I genuinely thought he was dead. (laughs) So did I. I was like, because he starts seizing on the floor. Yeah, and he starts bleeding out of his nose, like, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, they actually killed him. Oliver's dead. He's just going to be dead with his dead family And I was like, is this just going to be, like, the the happy ending for this movie? Is it going to be that they're all just zombies now? Yeah, that's what I thought as well. And I was like, I could vibe with that. (laughs) I would have, honestly would have preferred that to the actual ending anyway. His eyes go white. He grabs the bully by the neck. And says, your turn. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's creepy. And the bully recoils and his hand comes off. Yeah. Oliver's hand rips off and it was a prank. Oliver is fine. Not dead at all. Yeah. Well, amazing. doesn't explain how he did the eyes. No. But whatever. 
And I guess we'll overlook that. <laughs> as is, Again. As is my theme for this episode. Oh. I'll just overlook that, it's fine. But it's um, Mitch's arm, isn't it? Mitch's it's Mitch's hand. hand. Mitch's yeah. hand yeah. that he's borrowed. Yeah. Um, and we, we learn that Connor wet himself. Oh, yeah, he pissed himself. He pissed himself yeah. in this encounter and runs off in, uh, runs off in embarrassment. Yeah. Everyone celebrates because, you know, the bullies have finally been taken down. Oliver's a hero. Oliver and Chloe kiss. It's disgusting. Ew, straight couple kisses. No, yeah. Thank you. There's a lot of fake blood in that kiss. Because he's is. still got it dripping from his mouth. And yeah. she's got a lot of it on her mouth for her costume as for, well. For her vampire costume, yeah. yeah. In the car, they all sing the drunken song from Jaws. Oh, is that what they're singing? Yeah. Right. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Boom, boom. It's what they're singing when they're extremely drunk hunting for the great white in Jaws while their boat's being wrapped like the shark is actively sinking their boat but they're too drunk and singing this to notice right. I've seen Jaws one time when I was 15 I don't remember anything about it it's <laughs> except really... that the shark looks like the, I, the shark animatronic looks like a giant dildo that's the only thing that I took away from it uh, I've never heard that before <laughs> When it, like, jumps up onto the boat and it's going... Yeah. 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 The the movie's much better when you see less of the shark. Yeah. The bits where the shark actually comes out. many things. This is true. Yeah. Alien. Oh. Yeah. The original Alien The Ritual? Oh. I haven't seen The Ritual. Oh, you haven't seen The Ritual. Oh, my God. Okay, for a later date. We've already dis- we've already decided what our next episode is, and I've been waiting for it for a long okay, fucking time. Okay, we're adding the ritual after that. After one. that one, because the monster design in that movie is the best. I think I have. I think I've seen a picture seen. of it. I've read the book. That really ruins the reveal if you've already seen it, because my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've not seen it like up close. I don't know. What, right, right, right. It's right. Like only it was only like a silhouette. It's one something. of those movies that really understands the value of not showing the monster right away. Mm. And it's really good. I really loved the book. The book was really good. Yeah, I've, read I've read the book. Yeah. Um, yes, but this is a Jaws reference, the song they're singing. Right. They hear screaming as the, as Doug and the other guy, the graveyard guy, scare away the local kids yeah. by, by howling. Arr! Arr! And the kids run away screaming. They're having a great time. And they're having a fucking ball. Yeah. They're having a grand old time. Honestly, if I worked in a graveyard, I would probably be the same. Yeah, same. Yeah. I'm like, why not? Yeah. I'm used to this. It's fine. It's just a bunch of dead people in the ground. Everyone else is shit terrified, though, and I'm going to have fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on Halloween. Yeah. Like, scare the shit out of them. Do it. Julius finds Frank's finger on the porch of the house. He's gone back to, to Oliver's house to find the body. Yeah. He calls for an ambulance. Mm hmm. Uh, at first, I thought this would be like to pick up the whatever corpse he finds. Yeah, but it's actual actually a like psychiatric psychiatric ambulance. Yeah, that's basically just meant to cart you away. Yeah. Anyway, from the car, he pulls a giant fucking video camera. Yeah, a massive ass camera. It's the eighties. It's the eighties. <laughs> uh, ready to record proof of Oliver's insanity. We get grainy, shaky cam, mm-hmm. and I was like, Blair Witch, anyone? Yeah, true, yes. I was like, this is a Blair Witch reference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oliver appears wearing a zombie mask, and he tells Julius to get out, and the rest of the family appears one at a time. Mitch, the ninja, the zombie dog, who um, Julius kicks across the room and shatters on the on piano. On the piano, yeah, yeah. And Mitch runs over to like, who's, who's your good girl? Yeah. Who's your good girl? While putting the dog back together, yeah. which I love. 
Suzanne, who's like, do you want a cup of tea? Yeah. Do you want a cup of tea, love? You yeah. don't look well. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the bit where, like, her cheek sloughs off as well? Just no, that's a bit disgusting. later. That's while she's ironing. Vile. Yes, it is. No, you're right. Uh, yeah. There's little zombie Mel, who's missing an eye. Yeah. And then, of course, Frank, who's like, no, he doesn't want a cup of tea. I think he needs something a bit stronger. Yeah. <laughs> they they turn on the lights, and Suzanne is worried that Julius isn't feeling well. He's like, oh, you look, you're so pale. You look yeah. ghostly or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she places the back of her hand, and she's like, can I just... You know, have you got a fever? Have you got a fever? Yeah. And she like... Let, puts a hand on his head to check for a fever and as she pulls it away the skin from the back of her hand well, comes you, off you don't see it eh? because you she like touches his forehead and from his reaction you're like something has stayed on his head and then it cuts to him and there's like a bit of skin that he pulls off <laughs> I think you can hear it yeah. you just hear this like I thought it would just be like blood or something but no it's it's a it's, whole it's a bit of skin chunk of skin yeah. yeah he runs out screaming Right into this waiting straitjacket. Right into a straitjacket where he's packed into the ambulance and taken away. I thought that was so weird. I loved it. Because, like, he, like, he called them, sure. And I forgot about that the first time. I was like, where the fuck did these clowns come from? He called them, obviously. Yeah. But, like, why, why would they just strap up the first person that they fucking see and cut him off? Well, he is screaming and yelling and running about. Like, so no, they're probably but, like, oh, it's probably that one. I just didn't it didn't hit for me. I was just annoyed by it. I don't know how much paperwork you needed to institutionalize someone in the eighties. I found this and the end scene very lazy writing. Personally, I thought it was just. Really? I thought I got the feeling that the writers wrote themselves into a corner, mm. and didn't know how to get out, and they just went do it this way and called it a day. Okay, that's the vibe that I got. Right, especially with how it ended. Okay, we'll talk about the ending shortly. Yeah. We're nearly there. Mel wakes up Oliver the next morning. He pushes her off the bed, telling her to go away, and <laughs> accidentally <laughs> decapitates her. <laughs> and Suzanne's like, what are you kids up to? And Oliver's yeah. holding her head, and she's like, he hit me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they apo- they're forced to apologize to one another. Make up. Make up. Yeah. Now, and Oliver, you say sorry to your sister. Yeah. I'm sorry. And put her head down. Now, Mel, you say sorry yeah, yeah. to your brother. Now, put her head down. Yeah. <laughs> And the head is dripping in the entire thing yes. that he's holding it. It's disgusting. Dripping, just goo. It's disgusting. Just... <laughs> Suzanne tells them they've left a present on... They've left a present for Oliver. For Oliver's mum on his bed. On the mum's bed. On the mum's bed, yeah. yeah. He goes to have a look and it's a single yellow rose. Which I I don't know the relevance. I don't think the I was wondering as well. However, I do like pink and yellow as a combination, so I was in support of it. Yeah. I know the different roses have different meanings. I believe yellow is friendship. I think yellow is friendship, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is Which would make sense if it's coming from the family. That's true. Because they're just like, we want, you know, give this to your mum as like a sign of our friendship. Yeah. Which is really sweet. And, you know, the whole, the whole theme of this for Oliver is to make friends. Yeah. That's true. So it, yeah. if it is for friendship, if we've got that right, then that is thematically good. I'm going to look it up real quick because I'm pretty sure it is. Let me see if I can Google Yellow this Yellow rose. Yellow rose meaning. Who's all load first? <gasps> yeah, symbols of friendship. Yeah, symbols of friendship. Most people give them to each other for their birthdays or to celebrate the love between two good friends. Very sweet. Yeah. I really like it. And it works. Uh, Oliver walks the beach, rose in hand, 
people know his name now. They say good morning to him. Yeah, they because in, earlier, early in the movie, he was like waving to people and they were just ignoring him. Yes. But yeah, now they're like, hey, Oliver. And he's like, because he's a town hero now. Because he's a town hero because he took down the bullies. Yeah. Or the hooligans, yeah. as the adults would see them. It's great. They yeah. wave and he smiles and they say hello to each other. He's not so alone anymore. Yeah. Margot calls him over and she tells him that Julius has taken ill. Yeah. And um, he, won't, he won't be better for quite some time or he'll, yeah. Yeah, he won't be better for a while. Yeah. You may not see him again. Yeah. <laughs> She's filing her report today. Yep. So Oliver won't see much of her anymore either. Yeah. She says. And you're like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah. The way she's, the way that's phrased. Yeah. And she offers him a ride. They arrive at the graveyard and she tells him to take care of himself. He thanks her for everything and she leaves. Yep. It's very, very sweet. Oliver heads to his mother's grave. It's now got an engraving on it. Yeah. It has her name and the year that she died. And this is where I went, oh, it is set in the 80s. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He lays the rose down. He tells her there's um, no more stories from the TV. He came to tell her only one thing. And that's, I miss you, mum. Yeah. And he cries. Yeah. It's really, it's really... Gross. I loved it. It's so adorable. It is very sweet. This is where I was like, oh, the feels. Yeah. Oh, the feels are happening. At home, Frank tries to build a bookshelf. Um, Suzanne's face, face sloughs off while she's, while she's ironing. ironing. The steam from the iron has, like, melted the yeah. skin off. It just, and it goes with an audible, like, splat. Yeah, the physical effects are, and the sound design. It was really very good. good. Yeah. Um, she leaves to help Frank because, you know, he's trying to build that bookshelf. And he's he's like, like, I've got it under control. And, and he, he puts the last shelf in. And it just goes... The entire <laughs> thing just goes... And he's like, shit. So Suzanne runs off to give him a hand and the iron catches fire. Yeah. Oliver packs things away and gets ready for bed. He sees the smoke coming from the hallway and heads out into into the main bit of the house the house is on fire he heads to the lounge but collapses because of the smoke Mm -hmm. cut to mitch and frank as they're trying to drag oliver out yep the house is collapsing a rafter falls down pinning oliver to the floor and the family work together to lift it up suzanne reassuring him that he doesn't need them anymore they're already dead yeah Mitch grabs Oliver by the shirt and leads him to the door. The family all say goodbye. And we get, will I will I ever see you again? Not for a long time, I hope, is what Frank says. Yeah. But we'll be waiting for you. That's really sweet. Suzanne says from, from across the room. Yeah. But we'll be waiting for you. Yeah. Like, the family sit down together on the couch as Oliver leaves. Yeah, in the same positions that they were in at the beginning when he took the photo. Yes. Which implies that they were there the entire time, which feeds weren't. into the he's delusional thing. But at this, the, again, other people interact with them. What is the truth? Anyway. I like to think that it's like the magic has wore off. Yeah. So they're going back to where the magic started yeah. and resetting. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's what I thought anyway. Yeah. Oliver leaves. He's immediately met by a fireman. And he tells them he was the only one in there. Hmm. Cut Which is going to look real suspicious when they find four charred corpses on the couch. Yeah, I did think about that as well. Yeah. I was like, well, they will find corpses in there, though. So it's not really going to be a happy ending, is it? Because they're going to be like, well, who the fuck are these clowns? Especially if they, like, can do any... I don't know what they can do with charred corpses, but, like, mm. if they can date it somehow, I'm sure they'd be able to. Maybe. I don't know. It depends whether Doug and that ever reported the corpses missing as well, if they'd be able to identify them. Yeah, just 
Well, even if they didn't, like, surely you would be able to tell, oh, they died long before the spider happened. I assume happened. so. I assume yeah. you'd be able to tell that. Yeah. Um, the family sit down together on the couch as Oliver leaves. Yeah, he's met by the fireman. We cut to the family dead on the couch together in the same position where all the magic began as the house burns. Chloe finds and comforts Oliver. We watch as the picture Oliver took of the family has reverted back to they're all just corpses lying on the couch. Has it? Yeah. They're oh, not they're I not smiling. They were still... No, they're not smiling or anything oh, like that. Oh, interesting. They're just corpses laying there. Yeah. This is where I was like, oh, the magic's ended. Yeah. So they're back to their original yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. The picture burns, it sort of flutters about the room, burning. And meanwhile Oliver reaches into his pocket and finds one of Frank's cigars. He lights it. He and Chloe share it as Chloe asks if the others went home. She's also become a man. <laughs> I love that interpretation. <laughs> um, Oliver nods. Yeah, he's, they've, they've all gone home now. Yeah. It's very sad. Credits roll to The King of Wishful Thinking. Yeah. Great choice. A good cover as well. An amazing cover yeah. and a good choice yeah. for song. And also, I just had to make a little note. So that's the end of the movie, officially. And I hated it. The ending. Let's what, just burn what? the house down to destroy all the evidence. We'll talk about one thing first. Uh-huh. Um, this movie is dedicated in loving memory to Cherry. I didn't see that. The dog who plays, um, who plays Ninja. But the dog was CGI. <laughs> it was, what do you mean? Well, no, because it would have been CGI'd over. I suppose. So it would have been a real dog, and then actually, they CGI'd... yeah, the, sh- the very brief shot where it's running towards the car. It- before it dies is is definitely and a also real just dog. the shots of it like yeah. it would have been a real dog and then they CG'd like bones and stuff over True. the top yeah, yeah 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 so that's cute I just had to mention that the the pupper passed away that's really sad and this movie is dedicated to that pupper that's and I love that yeah that's really sweet it's it's really sad but yeah. also really sweet yeah so yeah that's the end of um the I was about to say the, the king of wishful think, thinking that's the end of the loneliest boy in the world 2022 so Dylan give me a rundown for this movie. Oh, you want to talk about the ending first, right? I don't like it. Look, usually when things like house burning down in this kind of movie happen, it's symbolic of something. Fire has not been a theme throughout the entire movie. No. Um, but it is a theme of him getting out of the house that he's been held captive in, I guess, by yes, his mum. that is true. The cage is no longer there. He's in the world. I just felt... It just felt extremely lazy to me from a writing okay. perspective. That's fair. And I That's did not fair. vibe with And they it. didn't think about the fact that there's like four corpses in there that will be found. Exactly. That bugged me a little bit. Yeah. But overall, for this movie, the like the the acting, the general direction, I, I you said you're not weren't so keen on the writing. I don't like the writing. Um the the acting was pretty good. I can't really fault the acting. I, um yeah. And again, visually... Stunning. Amazing. Such a, such a delightful movie to watch visually. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm a slut for a good color palette, and it's all pinks and blues. That's why as soon as I saw the... god-tier the... color combination. <laughs> in that as soon as I saw the like front cover, it, I was like, Dylan. Yeah, that's Dylan, literally you do this the movie? reason that we watched this movie, is because the cover was pink and blue. And yeah. you're like, Dylan's going to watch it. I was like, it's a horror movie. You want to do it with me for the podcast? And you're like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I I really enjoyed this. I thought <sighs> I love the puns as well. Yeah, I I genuinely can't decide if I like this movie or not. That's it. Could be a good thing. Yeah, 
So it's like again, I love. It's very stylish. It's mm. very funny. It's very original. Oh, definitely. I just don't like that so many things are left unexplained. I mean, that's fair. I think the I would be much happier if there was some kind of explanation for the corpses coming to life and people actually interacting with them. Mm. If they weren't flip flopping between like he's imagining it and it's real, I think right, I'd okay. have less of an issue. That's fair. Yeah. That, none of these were a problem for me. Yeah. But I, I 100% see where you're coming from for that. Yeah. An explanation like, would have been great. Certain things, like, I mentioned the movie Bottoms before. Mm. That I know you haven't seen it. I won't give too much away. Mm. It is extremely over-the-top and silly. And there is a lot of suspension of disbelief in that movie. Yes. But it works. Because, well, it's, because... it's just silly and fun. And there's no, like... Like, there are certain things you're like... How is this happening? How is nobody freaking out about movies? But movies set their own level of expectation for your disbelief. Yeah. So as long as a movie's playing within its own rules of disbelief, yeah, you go with it. Yeah. And this just for for you, this just didn't work. It didn't. It couldn't make up its mind. Right. From where I'm sitting. Like, yeah. Like, Bottoms was silly all the way through. Yeah. This has its silly moments and it has its serious moments. And I feel like it can't figure out if it's a if it's completely a silly horror comedy mm. or if it's, like, a horror drama. drama. Yeah. Like okay. It, I feel like it's having an identity crisis and it can't make up its mind. Okay, that is 100% fair. Yeah. I can completely see where you're coming from. Yeah. So, for your personal enjoyment rating, one being awful, ten being amazing, this is one of, I feel like this is going to be a difficult one for you. Yeah. Where would you rate this I don't want to be too harsh, because it does have its good parts. I yeah. I think I'd maybe give it about a six. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's a pretty good score. Because, again, the acting is really good. Mm. Um, the, the set designs, the, like, visuals. The Barbie Dream House. The Barbie Dream House. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, those marble pillars are worth at least two points. All the horror references they did with, yeah. with Jaws, Ghostbusters, 100%. Um, Blair Witch, you know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, the, the, yeah, the puns were amazing. The puns were amazing. Yeah. I fucking cracked up every single time. The, the dynamic of the family was very fun. I think the puns were very self-aware as well. Oh, yeah, very self-aware, yeah. Like, they knew they were dead. They didn't think they were alive. Yeah. So and again, it's like, it's a self-aware movie. Yeah. But it also isn't. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this the entire time. Like, sometimes it works for you, sometimes it doesn't. Like, hereditary worked for you, I hated it. Yeah. And this worked for me, and it just wasn't for you. No. Yeah. This, for me, was a 9 out of 10. Fair. I had a fucking blast. Yeah. I had such a great time. I was laughing. It was visually stunning to watch. I genuinely had moments last night where I just wanted to turn it off. Wow. Yeah. And, it, like, part of that could be because I was extremely sleepy and Anya was already snoring on my shoulder and I was like, <laughs> I can just go to sleep. She wasn't snoring. She was just asleep. But, yeah, yeah, I was just, like, eventually I did because I was tired and I could feel myself, like, you know, you start to close your eyes for a few seconds. Yeah. And like, I'm going to fall asleep if I keep going. But, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we like to give credit where credit's due. Is there a particular actor or character you'd like to give props to in this movie? I've, listen, I've got to give it to the Gravediggers. The Gravediggers. I love them hard. so much. They're so good. They're so good. Doug, the Gravediggers. Doug, I wish I could remember the other guy's name. I yeah, really I can't remember. I the one who, like, shits himself when he gets scared. Yeah. Oh, he's so funny. Um, I wanted to give credit to Susan Wakoma. Who played Suzanne? Suzanne, yeah, yeah. She was really good. I loved Suzanne. Yeah. She was, like, the perfect, like, 
1950s kind yeah. of thing. But like there was a like edge to her as well. She had the, yep. like this sass and I fucking... Because she's dead. Because she's, she's dead. aware of it. Yeah. yeah. I just, every time she was on screen, it was a fucking delight. Yeah. Because she was either doing something adorable or just sassy. Yeah. And I was all for it. Yeah. So that concludes episode 64, The Loneliest Boy in the World 2022. Thank you so much for joining me, Dylan. I'm glad you somewhat enjoyed this movie. Question mark? Mostly, kind of, yeah. Might be worth another watch at some point? Maybe. Just to solidify whether or not you liked it. Yeah, I would have to watch it with someone who hasn't seen it, I think. To get, to get a fresh perspective. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, that concludes our episode. Thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email cherrypophorror at gmail.com and or following us on Twitter at cherrypophorror. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite. <laughs>